Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Channel and our Hellraiser Retrospective Podcast, where every Friday we'll be covering a new installment in the classic horror franchise. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and spoilers throughout. Go to WeirdGeeks.com to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details, and news on our very own feature films, albums, and shorts that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced, and no infringement is intended. Is that Chatterer saying geeks? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Channel, where every single Friday we're taking you through another installment in a classic horror retrospective franchise. This week, we're dealing, well, we're dealing with all the Hellraiser films right now, and we are on to part seven, Deader, released in 2005. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me throughout this entire series, Justin Macaroni Maraconda. Hey, welcome to Hell. And Katie Watson. Hello. <laughs> I was trying to come up with cool things to say at the beginning, and they all escape me as soon as you say my name. I liked it. You just did like the little the caterpillar from Labyrinth. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with Hellraiser. Doesn't it? It's Hellraiser 2 is basically Labyrinth. They wish. But worse. They wish. <laughs> with no caterpillars. David Bowie. Actually, there are caterpillars. Was that in 2 or 3? I think it was in 3. Yeah. No, it's 4. No, it's, it's four. 4. 4. Yeah, with the mealworms. Yeah. 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 Those poor caterpillars on top of the box with blood. Caliber. Someone think about the caterpillars. Here we are, Dada 2005. It gets a 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb, which I think is the lowest rating so far, but I'd have to double check when we get to a wrap up. <laughs> Released on 7th of June in 2005. Directed by Rick Bota. Written uh, the same director who did last week's Entry Herald Seeker. Written by Tim Day and Neil Marshall Stevens. Who so Neil Marshall Stevens has done some of the Puppet Master films, and I don't mean the Invasion of the Body Snatcher style ones. I mean the the sort of weird toy ones and Thirteen Ghosts as well. He was one of the oh, writers. I, I like Thirteen Ghosts. There you go. Uh, music by Henning Lona, who's also done music for Mimic Sentinel, which is the third Mimic film, and I recommend that film. That's a good interpretation of Real Window. Also done the Ring Two that remake. Ringo. Uh, Blood Rain, which is a Uwe Ball. Santa's Sleigh, which is a good Christmas. That one's funny. Oh, oh, I like oh, that one. Oh. And In the Name of the King, which is uh, another bad, along with Blood Rain, Uwe Ball computer game video adaptation. DP is Vivi Dragon Vasil. Oh, I like your accent. Who you may not have noticed is a Romanian person. Oh, I was going to say he's Dragonborn. <laughs> yes, he is a Dragonborn as well. Hoo-ha! <laughs> and then starring Carrie Wura. Is that how you say her name? I never know how you say her name. The lead. You guys know her, don't you? No. Oh, really? Uh, she looks familiar. She's it Amy is. Klein. Some people know her from some game show, apparently, she used to be on, where she was like one of the people on that presenter or something. But I know her very well from Eight-Legged Freaks. She was the lead lady in that. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's in Anaconda. She's in The yeah. Hitcher 2. She's in all that stuff. Okay. Uh, Paul Reese is Winter. He's in Chaplin, Da Vinci's Demons, Borgia, all the, lots of TV stuff. I definitely knew him from Borgia, even though I've never seen that show. Simon Kuntz as Charles Richmond. This is quite a big English actor. He's also in Sherlock. He's mm-hmm. in The Bill, Casualty. He's in The Parent Trap somewhere. Apparently. Yeah, in Sherlock. He plays the butler oh, okay. in yeah. Parent Trap. The, re- the original one, not the mm-hmm. Olsen Twins one. Oh, Wait, Olsen Twins? There's a, who is it? Yeah, I thought you it was... You mean uh, Lindsay Lohan? 
Oh, yeah. He's oh, not a twin. Yeah. <laughs> Lies all around. Mac Warren as Joey from Band of yeah. Brothers, the Snatch TV show, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Nora, which is just was on in England last year. That was good, actually. And Hustle. And Wanted. And Wanted. Uh, and Georgina Rylance as Marla. Uh, she was in Pulse 3, Pulse 2, and The Prophecy Uprising. Lots of other horror straight-to-DVD sequels. And, of course, Doug Bradley returning as Pinhead. Woody woo 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 so before we get into the history of how this film was created, first of all, I have to mend something. I'm hopefully going to get a chance to go back and edit it out of the last podcast because I know our listeners will either be will be informed and be shouting at me. But at one point in there, I said this, that last week's one was filmed back to back with this one. I was getting muddled because there are three Rick Boater films. It's this one and next week's one that was filmed oh. back to back in Romania. Oh, snap. The last one was in uh, British Columbia. Spoilers. Look at you. You just raised hell for us. I know. People will be, people get pissed about this stuff. So if I don't get a chance you to go back and too. edit like, it. We listen to the podcast and oh, if yeah, they completely. say something incorrect, you're just yelling at the radio. That's yeah. why I'm addressing it That's now. why you're a crazy person. But if people listen to the last one, then they don't listen to this one, then I'm sorry. But you know, I can't hear this. So what can I do? But made a mistake. They just stopped. They're like, well, no, fucking hell. I'm out. It's because of. Idiot. In my head, as I was saying it as well, I was like, how do they do British Columbia to Romania with the next film back to back? And I was like, oh yeah. Impressive. Because they didn't. Just through the top 20 movies of 2005. Of course. I should do this like a game show host. <laughs> and coming in at number 20. Please don't. <laughs> I'm just jealous of my game hosting. Of course. Uh, number 20 is The Pacifier. Oh, that's Vin Diesel's Kindergarten yeah. Cop style film, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, was it Vin Diesel? I thought it was The Rock. No, it was Vin Diesel, pretty mm. sure. Uh, 19 is Fun with Dick and Jane. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, was that? Jim Carrey. Oh, that's right. I knew it was someone like you at first. It was remake, like Kevin isn't it? Bacon. A classic film, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 18 is Kingdom of Heaven. Oh. I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. Some yeah, of these I do Orlando not know. Bloom, that is. And Ridley is Scott, it? I think, or someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, 17 is Flight Plan. I like this film, Jodie Foster. It's a good film. It's a thriller set on an airplane. I like it. You like Jodie Foster more than I do, though. No, so. I really don't. I hate her. Well, I don't hate her, but you I like really her don't Panic like her. Room and she do, no, but she's done like Panic Room. Just this Nell and Panic just Room. really brought her career down for me. I can't see her the same way after what Nell. Did? Nell. Oh yeah. Oh no, no. I really don't like her for the most part. But Science of the Lambs, she's fantastic. Oh yeah. And Flight Plan and Panic Room, she did fairly close to each other, and I really like both of them. Panic right. Room's better, but. Maybe. 16, Constantine. Oh, Keanu. Keanu. Keanu Reeves one before they did and the TV Shia show. Booth. Is it Shia LaBeouf in there? Is it really? Yeah. Hmm. He's just like assistant taxi driver. Uh, he plays it. He has a cameo in this film, too. Bits of that movie were good, actually. <laughs> he doesn't really. There's just someone who looks just There's like someone him. someone who looks just like I don't want someone yelling at me. <laughs> and then you have Tilda. Good old, or, yeah, Tilda. Tilda. Yeah, she was in it. Yeah. I like the dude that plays the devil, which is Peter. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Stormont. But they're like BFFs. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Which I'm like, nice. 15, Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, yeah. Not a good Great film. film. Yeah. 14, Robots. Ooh, oh. Forgot about this yeah. one, didn't they, most people? <laughs> I remembered it because it's Robin Williams. Is it Dream, oh, DreamWorks? Right. Yeah. I liked it. No, it's Fox. Oh, it's a Fox. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's DreamWorks. Weird. DreamWorks. 13, Wedding Crashers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I actually went to rewatch this the other day, weirdly, because <laughs> I found did? it on something, and I was like, oh, yeah, I watched Wedding Crashers, because I, like I used to like crashers. it, but it's like two and a half hours long or something stupid, and I was like, I'm not going to They have a lot of wedding to crash. Put that much in it. Yeah, weddings aren't fast, dude. There's a ceremony. Yeah, they take a long time. And then there's like the eating part, Yeah, and then the drinking the part. part. 
and then the dancing, and then back to drinking. Just the eating. Celebrate good time. It's like a necessary thing at every wedding. What else happened? Uh, 12, Chicken Little. That was okay. That's funny. That was right. yeah. uh, 11 was Fantastic Four. Oh, the original. Well, not the original, original, but the Blame first on. proper one with Chris Evans playing Human Torch. And Chris yeah. Evans got an amazing career. Started right. with ours, like, first break was uh, not another teen movie. And then oh, yeah. made it all the way to where it is now. <laughs> yeah, he's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. Marvel was a good good bet for him. Yeah. This was his first Marvel movie, but not Marvel Studios. And it's uh, nah, nah. not it's great. Like, it's like Fox Marvel, right? Yeah. Foxy uh, Boy, next who now was Marvel owned. Hitch. That was Will Smith, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, not was my, it not Eva my kind Mendes of movie. plays with him in that one? I think so. Uh, think teaching so. people oh, how yeah, to yeah. like... Yeah. Fall in love. Yeah, because she's yeah. the one that he falls in love with. Yeah. Uh, nine is Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Where is he? <laughs> oh, yeah, because that and Fantastic Four, I think, came out in the same two weeks or something ridiculous. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Oh, man. Great movie. Uh, eight, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, oh, which is an aberration. I hate this movie so much. Uh, set, well, you don't like Willy no, Wonka. The no, original, the original I appreciate, but it terrifies me. Yeah. The remake is just horrible. It's terrible. It's an atrocious Tim Burton movie. Uh, seven, Mr. Okay. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Good old. Right. They made a TV show. That Angelina. Uh, six, Madagascar. Hilarious. I like to move it. Move yeah, it. That's right. I like to move it. Five, King Kong. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's moments, good. Yeah. I like King Kong. Oh, That's some CGI mess Colin bits Hanks. in that. That, you know, Naomi Watts was really, really good. I really yeah. liked her. Yeah, Naomi Watts is yeah. always She awesome. killed it. I She's agree. really solid. She's awesome. one of the best. Yeah. Uh, four is War of the Worlds. Yeah, it was all right. Up until. <laughs> That's the soundtrack Tom finale. Cruise Maker. Every time. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Your tongue is so blue right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to give any description reasoning why. Just very blue. Uh, you can the- see the uh, airplane from. From at the Universal. Worlds at Universal, yeah, right now. The entire plane wreck mm-hmm. town. It's oh, pretty cool. cool. You go for it. Yeah. Did we see it when we went yeah, on maybe. that tour? I, yeah. I presume yeah. you did, unless I just went. You weren't with me. <laughs> yeah, we all went. Were you? Yeah, you yeah, got, yeah, you yeah, got a nice camera doing things. Wow. <laughs> you weren't with Wow. It's the first memories. Cause we I were, remember the donut. Because we, I ate the donut, yeah. and then we went on the ride, yep. and it's like, oh, man, it feels so sick. It's because some of us went on some rides and then others didn't go on others. So I mm-hmm. and then I went just oh, sweet sunglasses, dudes. And the guys are like, oh, thanks, but they all had the sunglasses because that's the part of their uniform, the ribbon. <laughs> like we have to wear this. Yeah. But he especially was wearing them well. Yeah, so like, going to take a compliment, that guy. Yeah. Uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. First one. Oh, come on. These should have been amazing. The books are so good. The movies are me. Yeah. I thought the first one was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Oh Jesus! We were brothers. <laughs> you can listen to this on a Star Wars retrospective him. podcast. I saw him kill the younglings. <laughs> oh Jesus! I did the spoilers. <laughs> I did not enjoy this movie, but oh, yeah. one of the three of us did. So yeah, listen, you listen to the podcast. Show. You are the chosen one. You might be surprised. Christina came through quite a lot, liking stuff that we didn't. But anyway, I know that's what I meant. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to give it away. Uh, uh, and number one, coming in at 896.9 million worldwide was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yes! That was a good one, Goblet of Fire. Jesus Christ, how much money has that woman that made? That number four, JK right? Yeah. That was the one where it was just... Oh, that was ah. one where it was just literally just the 
competition at school and that's yeah. it. Yeah, it was so <laughs> the whole well, thing this was just one like was great because wasn't this one where he like face to faces with Voldemort? Yeah, For the first time. Yeah, yeah. And then we get Cedric. I loved this one. Yeah, so sad too. And you got something yeah. degree, but yeah. it's like <gasps> everyone. Oh, like, yeah, but it's allowed to be back here, back there. It's like let's do this, and they go, and he's like, "Where are we?" It's a weird movie though because oh. Nothing actually happens in that movie. Yeah, like it. Nothing you learn a necessary lot, happens, but it's, it's really setup. well made. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, a good setup. Movie. I really like that one. It's one of the more memorable. Yeah, points. Uh-huh. And that, that was one. Of, I think the last book that I read. Of I that think it's series. also memorable because of it. Though. It's like when you look back on a TV show, and the ones you always remember the weird ones where not much happened or one thing happens, and in that it's just like oh, just one thing's happening. This game, that's it. Yeah. Um, whereas the others, it's like all oh, this shit going on. The yeah. Whole time. Also, the one with uh, Malfoy, and he gets like. Hit with that spell in the bathroom. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, dude. That was a dope scene. <laughs> dude. Yeah. It was so gnarly. Justin, help us out, buddy. Tell us what yep. horror films came out in 2005. Uh, all right. Starting with the horror films of 2000, uh, Harry Potter and the Goblin of Fire. Depends how old you are, I guess. So scary. So spooky. Okay. A little house called the Amityville Horror. Nice. That was the Ryan Reynolds remake before Ryan Reynolds was Ryan Reynolds. That was really. the first Amityville horror film I ever saw. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. I thought he was really good in it. Yeah, I like that movie actually. It's all right. That was actually a Michael Bay Platinum Dunes remake. God damn I think it was it. the first one. Huh. And she was second huh. one. I did enjoy they, it. They did uh, Texas first, I think. I went with my friend Brandon that you met. Mm. He's delightful in horror, <laughs> in films. horror films. He just screams and he's like yelling at the screen the entire the time, time. Like it's a Tom Cruise scream? Nice. Like. <laughs> Pretty much <laughs> while trying to crawl underneath where I'm sitting. <laughs> Which is, that's his scream that was in The Mummy. <laughs> oh, I didn't see well, that anyone. Yeah, no, no, nobody saw The Mummy. Brendan Fraser forever. Yeah, I went to see it well, because I could see it for free and it was terrible. Yeah. It, was, it would have been good if it was just Jake Johnson as the lead. Free except for your time. <laughs> just well, of your you know life. What? I got to see Jake Johnson do his thing. now. <laughs> the Cave. The Cave. Yeah, again, yeah, it's one of those years that it brought two films almost identical and there's one later on i think in this list called the descent yep should it come out the same year? descent was phenomenal uh the cave was possible to be honest but compared to descent it's descent is terrible mm. trash compared it's to the really descent. well on this list is the descent incredible well, literally one of the greatest horror films ever made it's in my top five even is it maybe? just people trapped in a cave no. I don't want to spoil it, but it's okay. more than that. But even if, it was, it. even if it was just that, it's honestly good enough. That it makes that scary enough anyway. But then oh. other oh, stuff it's happens. it's really scary. Okay. Brilliant. Uh, Dark Water remake. It's, yeah, this was the remake. I think it was same director. No, it wasn't. Yeah, this was, it was pretty good. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, oh I like her. The I-10. Really? Just, yeah, just to let you know where they're going with the I-films. This was actually the third I-film, I think. Or well, it says I-10. I know. There's the I, the I-2, and then there's like the I-Infinity, and then the I-10. They the I-10 crazy. just sounds like they're on a freeway. I know, I yeah. know. They weren't good. Name. The first two are the only two good ones. Guys, we're on the I-10 heading <laughs> west. <laughs> All right. Hostel. Oh. Yeah, Eli Roth gets off of uh, Cabin Fever and into more big money making. This is like, we're at the beginning now of snuff films, basically. Well, not right. snuff, like snuff. torture porn. Torture porn. Puff. Puff. Torture porn films are happening. Blood porn. Don't like this a time. torn torn films yep the fog this is a remake of the classic john carpenter movie the remake wasn't great it's all right but it's not that great the original's pretty house of wax yeah there's another remake and this one had paris hilton dying in it yeah people we watched this yeah. one recently I, re- I used to love this film and we watched it recently and i was like oh i really didn't like that <laughs> up until like the ending where 
there's a lot of wax melting, which I thought was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that last scene is really cool. And the, the, the guy's mask is cool. Yeah. Uh, so the film was like, Mah. yeah, man thing. This is the show <laughs> where Marvel was at at this point. Man thing is not Jesus. a porn film, as it sounds like. This was them adapting essentially their Swamp Thing comic, which is called Man Thing. And it was like R rated. It had like the very opening scene of this has a girl on a boat in like the bayou or something with her boobs out. And then she screams as her boyfriend gets dragged off into the swamp and then blood just sprays over her naked boobs and then the title comes up. What a weird opening because like who in swamp areas go like, let's like you're, you're do it on the bayou. Yeah, but everyone knows there's through. like crocodiles stuff. You don't get to film. judge what turns people on, Justin. It's a terrible film, but I think Danger. it's great that this is Marvel just before they realize, oh, actually, we should be making big blockbusters. Yeah. Wow. Alright, Return of the Living Dead, colon, Necropolis. Yeah, we talked about these before. They're just, you know, they're quite notable sequels. Return of the Living Dead 1 is important. The rest are not great. Well, you get another one, because it's Return of the Living Dead, colon, Rave to the Grave. I what love that one. Title. I like That's to imagine... Title. It's just people just tripping acid, and <laughs> it probably is most of the dance movies. Till Actually, I have seen it, but I don't remember. Ah, uh, we're gonna just dance ourselves to the grave. Then <laughs> the ring too. Yeah, this wasn't that great, but I think actually, Naomi Watts came back for this one. It's the remake sequel. Yeah, yeah she came back. Really bad CGI idea. Mm. I remember yeah. that about. It. Yeah, Saw two. Yeah, uh, there you go. We're in uh, torture porns. Urban Legends: colon, Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, straight to DVD. Did not do well. Nowhere near as good as the first two Urban mm-hmm. Legends. And it has nothing really to do with the first two Urban Legends. It's just about Bloody Mary. Um, but, uh, Venom. Not the one that's with Tom Hardy. This is directed by Jim <laughs> Gillespie. No, this is not the new Venom. This is directed by Jim Gillespie, who directed I Know What You Did Last Summer. And it was actually written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer, Dawson's Creek, and Scream. And all the Screams, I believe. And they wanted to create a new horror icon, like Jason. So mm-hmm. they did one, again, set in the bayou, or in that kind of area. And they did Venom 1 as simply as an origin story. They wanted to create the origin, and then they're really going to get to the horror in parts 2, 3, 4, 5. Not enough people wanted <laughs> to see part 1, so they yeah. never got to do it. And they wasted their opportunity with this film, because it could have been great. Because they're great talent behind it. Sitting at the dark of the bay. Yep. Alrighty. Wolf Creek. Yeah, yeah, it's a big Australian horror film based on a true story mm-hmm. um, about some tourists who disappeared in the outback. It's sad. It was scary at the time. Mm, sad. So sad that it's cry underscore wolf. <laughs> this film, I quite like this film. It's a, it's a slasher, non-slasher film about some kids in school and about a lie where they create a villain, basically, to become mm-hmm. a legend, but then people start dying in the way of the villain that they've created um, as this urban legend. It's actually pretty cool. That is cool. That's almost stranger than fiction. I was going to say that's very similar to that premise. Yeah. But yeah. But instead, it's a different style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. One's comedy. Will Ferrell doesn't cry in this one. <laughs> no. Aww. Actually, he does. He's <laughs> a cameo. We're in the last flailings then of 90 slashes trying to make a resurgence again and failing. No one was going to see Venom. No one was paying to go and see Cry Wolf. Instead, everyone's off to see those torture pawns. They've given lots of good money for the hostels and the sawtoos. And this was when stuff. I was really not into horror at all. This is when I was like establishing why I never watched horror. It's just because I could not take the torture porn. It's understandable. Torture porn. I hate I just, torture porn personally. Yeah, I um, thought this is what all horror yeah. was. Because I saw it and went, oh. And the other stuff when I saw it while I was too young. So it was like scary already. So I was like, this is just always what it is. I will never like horror right. film. Well, no. Horror is also like Hellraiser Dada. <laughs> So there you go. So what happened? How did this movie happen? Bob Weinstein uh, watched Hellseeker 
and fucking loved it. <laughs> so Dimension then sent Tim Day, the writer of that, a copy of a script by Neil Marshall Stevens. So we talked about the last couple of films, Inferno and Hellseeker, that people think that they were spec scripts that then had Hellraiser shoved into them. And we've confirmed definitely one of those is not true. The other one doesn't Maybe. sound to be true. This one 100% is, and they're very upfront about it. It was a script just called Deader by Neil Marshall Stevens that they had acquired two years prior to this. And they sent Tim Day that script as well as videos of both Ringu movies, the original Japanese ones, because this was back, you have to understand this film was back before the Ring remake came out, even though last week when we talked about films, the Ring remake was in the cinemas by that point. Mm -hmm. They were developing this before then. And they also sent him Cairo, which is another cool, it's called The Spiral. It's a cool, um, uh, no, Cairo's Pulse, isn't it? Yeah, ended up being Pulse, a remake that they also did later on, which is a cool Japanese film. And they really were like, we want you to, you know, watch the Ring movies. We think this is going to be a big thing. We want to get that kind of vibe coming across in this new Hellraiser film. And we want you to take the script we already have called Deader and basically shove Hellraiser into it. So Tim was a big fan of the first act of the script, but thought the second act wandered around too much and it became very expensive with a lot of creature effects. Stan Winston, uh, the absolutely legendary effects artist, uh, was a producer on the project. So Tim tried to ground the story a bit more so it was going to fit with the budget that they had. But after turning in his script, Dedder was put on a back shelf for a while and then Tim was drafted in to actually write the American remake of Cairo, which was called Pulse. Um, so it's kind of like ended up in this weird, like they tried him out on it in a strange way. Rick Boder and Wes Craven were both attached at one point to direct Deader. And I think this was just when it was actually called Deader for a while. Like they weren't necessarily they weren't sure they are going to put do. Hellraiser in there. No, I think it, they were still thinking of just doing it as Deader from okay. what I can tell from interviews. And then it took about another six months until Dimension eventually called him back um, and then said, no, you, we really want you to put Hellraiser into the Deader script. Can you please sort this out for us? So Tim, though, has already developing his own script. If you remember from the end of Hellseeker, his intentions was to take our friend Kirsty and give her in her final battle against Pinhead. And yeah. he had been developing what was going to happen with that. And Dimension said no. They the said ultimate no. will they, won't they? Well, Dimension won it. Dimension said, look, we like Deader. We want you to do stuff with this. This is where horror is going right now. Forget about your Kirsty and Pinhead final showdown and just deal with this. You could have just put Kirsty as the lead here. Yep. Would have been easy. Uh, but no, didn't want to. So the script Deader was originally set in Lower East Side Manhattan. Don't know if you can tell. And that's where all of the film was meant to be set. Uh, the change to Romania in London uh, happened simply because of budgetary reasons, mm -hmm. uh, which I think is smart. Like when you realize, oh, we're going to have to shoot in Romania because of budget. Tim Day said, well, let's instead of trying to make it look like New York, let's just embrace we're in Romania and go with that, which I think is the wise thing to do. I think when you try. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because how would you? Wow, New York's got a lot of dirty streets. People do try to, particularly in horror films, you'll see a lot where they try and do that. And you're like, that's not fucking New York. <laughs> But Neil Marshall, who wrote the original Deader, he was really pissed off about this. He didn't like it being changed to Romania in London. And he said that Tim Day sixed up his scare sequences and added all these jolts in and all these different things that pissed him mm. off. He said, and those changes for him really sucked. And quote, he said, I frankly have little hope. But Doug was happy. That's because Tim well, was letting him. that's all that him matters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, that was great. Tim was letting Doug Bradley take a pass on the dialogue for Pinhead in Deader. So they'd worked a bit, obviously, on Hellseeker, and he had been asking Doug ideas for the future. Doug had told him some things he thought about his character, and Tim had been really receptive with it, so Doug had a good relationship with him. And he was letting him write, rewrite some of his own dialogue here and 
choose what's, what he should say. So yeah, it was shot in Romania in 2003, back to back with Hellworld, but was then shelved until 2005. Um, so it took a there while. There you go. Okay, shall we get straight into this one? If we must. We really must. It's literally what we're here to do. So Dimension Films again, we got some somber music and a typeface font. New Anybody font, know? still an imperfect past participle. <laughs> what? Debtor is not a fucking word. Debtor is not a word, it is true. So dumb. It is dumb. It's it bad be when you dumber. have to explain Debtor. it to your lead, like in the film, when she's like, she doesn't even understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, which we'll get to it. Yeah, I'm a debtor. I own my credit cards. No, 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 no. Debtor. Yep. <laughs> Yep, yep, like, yep. I literally have to spell it out for you. That's when you know you've written a bad script. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised this was the Stan Winston production. That's a big name to have attached to your film. But it's definitely a different style. I will say this for Rick Bota. What he went for is Healthy Care. He's not going for here. It's a different feel. And the opening is definitely a very different feel. Very understated title when it does come up. It is simple. And I think he's trying to be classy. There's like intershot with black and white shots of hallway, which we learn later is a flashback. Yeah. Uh, like again, I think his intentions are to be more arty. He's like, "Hey, I'm in Europe now, so let's let's go more sophisticated." But I'm not convinced yet. It kind of just made it look like a student film. The, yeah, the font yeah. it really did. That combined with like the tile and the black and white, I was like, I look like I'm in film school and I'm watching some of these projects. Yeah, it looks super low budget as fuck. It didn't, I mean, I, the, the music at least didn't make me want to kill myself this time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, it's better than the sexy text, music. Uh, yeah, because last time was uh, painful, right yes. from the off. Yeah. Uh, so this film was actually four million, so it actually had a million more than the last one. So Inferno well, was at two, Elsie was at three, this film cost four well, million. Well, wow. more to that opening credits, because that <laughs> looks so bad. I think this one, four million, I think was the same that Bloodline uh, had. We were in that kind of ballpark. Yeah. Well, it's probably like money for the locations. Yeah, and, and all the, you know, it's Doug, just Doug, mainly. Just all Doug. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> for those three days flying Doug out there. And then, you know, you got to pay for all those Romanian hookers while you're out there as well. Yeah. Weinstein Productions. So. We're starting on a drug den. Lots of sleepy Romanian t- people <laughs> just hanging out in semi undress. They really do just look sleepy. They don't look yeah. drugged yeah. out. Yeah. Because you don't see any drugs. Just the first, like, spoon cooking sugar essentially and then <laughs> yep. done because there's no yeah and, and anything that you see that's apparatus wise is like that just looks like weed yeah well, nobody really looks yeah. like they're doing anything but there harder. wasn't even you can even see weed well or, at the very end like when she's leaving somebody holds hands a bowl a pipe, out to her but it was a pipe yeah there was nothing inside also the girl smoking the bong she was like hold like just lit lighter and it looked like she was going to like light you know the bowl and she like inhales and exhales, nothing comes out. I'm like, <laughs> why are you even pretending to smoke it? So you're that's not even super ex- hardcore, clear smoke. It's oh. Romanian, it's different. Yeah. Different. And then we pan over to one of the girls, top button on jeans undone, slouching. She wakes up. Slut. She's going to be our lead, and she just starts taking photos of everyone around her doing drugs. <laughs> It was so weird. At first, I thought this was somebody who was high and they like came up <laughs> and then they just like rolled over and found a camera and they're yeah. like, oh, he's going to do pictures of people. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? No, no, this is a job. That's just her undercover. Deep no one undercover. seems to mind. No. So how much heroin did she have to do, do you reckon, to be this deep That's undercover? what I was wondering. <laughs> I wanted to read this article that she supposedly wrote. Yeah, yep. which is above her. Yeah. She put a lot of work into it. 
Do you know what really annoys me in films is when people pick up a camera and you see the lens is just like it's a prime lens, so it's not zooming or anything. No. And then you cut to it and it's zooming. Not just zooming this one, it was roaming. It's yeah. literally like someone is walking yeah. around with it and she's just lying on the sofa. Yeah. <laughs> Drives me crazy. So a guy offers her some drugs as she leaves and <laughs> she says no thanks and then takes out her dictaphone, shows it to him basically, rewinds it for no reason other than to make a it's a dictaphone noise. It says, I've already got what I need, and then leaves. <laughs> just like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, all you need to have is her say, I've already got what I need, and yeah. then like, walk outside and look at her dictaphone or something, you know? Don't need. Plus, what she, was she really recording? No one was talking in there. Yeah. Everyone was asleep. Sleeping. There is nap time. She's like, no, no, I got the... She's I like, got- listen to the snores of these super high people. Oh, so got him saying, do you want some? <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Nameless druggy number five. Typical London crack crack house. Because she's in London, apparently, I think, because she walks into a newspaper house yeah, full of English London. people called London Underground, in case you didn't know that you might be in London, which has posters everywhere of Big Ben, an English flag painted on a kid's face. London Underground, located in the heart of Romania. <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of the Queen as well in the background. It's like, yeah. they're really trying to hammer home. Oh, no, we're in London. Really packed uh, newspaper here as well. Yeah. yeah. And she she goes there. So I'm presuming some time has passed. I presume she doesn't leave and then walks straight there. But the way it's edited, it looks like it does. Yeah. But the second she gets there, they've already printed her story, How to Be a Crack Whore by Amy Klein. Is that what it says? Yeah, that's the that name of an her old piece. story? Because they do, cause then when she's talking to him in a second, he says, like, while well, we're waiting for your follow-up. Well, because she, I don't. But yeah, then everyone's maybe. clapping her for a good piece. Yeah. Uh, so, that, so I feel I like maybe they published that one, and then she's already on research she holds for the up next one. Her recorder when he says when she's like, "I already got my follow up or my oh, my next." So one do you think coming. they literally just published this one like that day or whatever? He, yeah, or recently. I guess. No one's seen her since then, but then she's already off on assignment for the follow up to it. But I because like already she, her reporter <laughs> is from the being in the crack house. Yeah. So I don't know what her follow-up piece would be. Uh, yeah, that's right. I didn't really get that. Really yeah. dumb. I just yeah. wrote, she's tough. <laughs> yeah, uh, she just sure. walks through. She turns up to the meeting like, oh, welcome again. You're 20 minutes late. And then she just walks off again. This first 20 minutes, like you do not see this girl without a cigarette in her mouth. And oh, it she's really smoking. bothers me. Crazy. It's like ridiculous. She's a crack whore. They like... This series likes having an evil person as a lead, or just a bad person. I mean, she's obviously, she's way more likable, I'll say that right now, than the previous two guys oh, we've yeah. had. But they do like having sort of people who are like, yeah, a bit badass and are trying to be a bit, you know, like, immediately as your lead. So she walks off to see her boss, who's called Charles. I don't know uh, she's stopped by a dude who says, hey, you want to show me what you picked, uh, picked <laughs> yes. up on there? And she's like, Oh, right now, like steps up to him. He's like, oh, uh, maybe later. Yeah, I want to show, I want you to show me how you become a crack whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I didn't get where she asks the people who are working. She's like, hey, thanks for making me look good. Like, is I that the from editing and placement? presenting? And, yeah. Oh, because yeah, at first I was like, did she just take the photos? No, and then I think other it's just people the way wrote of saying, I couldn't have done this without the whole team kind of thing, you know? Like, well, you look guys at her and- team player. <laughs> so it's showing that she, you know, she's a good yeah. person. So she was, turns out she was fired from New York Post because of a lack of authority, is what he says. But she says, no, she was reassigned. As they both were, it turns out, in this conversation. 
And she picks up a photo of him and her together to let us know that they're old friends. Or well, she doesn't bet. look like it's old at all. Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, it looks like they took she it that day. She has the same hair and everything. Yeah. Do, do we get from this that they're all friends? Or do we get from here that they're actually just worked together a long time? Or that they're actually used to be sexually involved? There's definitely some old friends. Chemistry here. Slash maybe did drugs together or something. <laughs> did some crackles together. <laughs> no, I got like a friends with benefits vibe. Right, okay. I gotta scratch my back, scratch your back. There you go. I'll light your crack pipe. So, yeah. yeah, no, because he tells her she's late on her follow-up story, which means time... Uh, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't know. work out. There's either a big gap in time missing, or they've rushed her follow-up story, even though her first one's just come out. Or, like, we're going to see some things just don't make sense in this film. Do you reckon she picks up that paper, and it's, you know, it's really old, maybe? She's looking at a previous... But everyone's clapping. Everyone's got yeah, it, and everyone's like, good job, good story. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Also, a uh, ton of ADR there. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're like, we can't show anybody who's British, because no one has a British accent. Well, no, there are some British people, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like the... He's very British. That one dude who steps up to her, but I mean, like, the background people, where oh, you're yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, good job. You never see them actually talking. Definitely. Mm. So Charles has been sent a VHS tape and asks her uh, in, she's, I love he says the word skankology. Oh, yeah. Uh, ask her in a skankology if she's ever heard of debtors, to which she yeah, actually replies what you right. said before about debtors. I said, yeah, they sit down, debt. they watch the tape and it's a found footage recording of some young goth-like sort of tweens in a dark room. It's like a 90s music video. Yeah. It really is. It's horrible. With a guy called Winter. Wasn't the lead actor of the last one called Dean Winters in real life? Oh, I, I don't know. And there's a bed in the middle of a room. Winter asks a girl, does she become uh, one of them of her own free will? And she says yes. And then she says some mantra and everyone's chanting. Um, and we get these terrible zoom shots that keep missing the mark that they're trying to go to, both in the videotape they're watching and on their faces watching yeah, the videotape. Yeah, there's weird zooms. And yeah. it misses. It like goes, Ooh, it was so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. So bad. Um, the girl lies on the bed, she's given a gun and she blows her brains out and then Winter kisses the girl or is he sucking or blowing? I don't really know. Is he meant to be like... I think he's putting air into her lungs. I never... Because then he like pulls back and he sort of does this weird sort of like he's taken in their death and then he goes back down to them again though. I was or, like, oh, or maybe he's like catch, getting a good breath of air and then breathing life into them like... Yeah, maybe. <gasps> and then he goes back down <laughs> and then... Speaking whale. She <laughs> comes their back mouth. to life. <laughs> Um. <laughs> he comes back to life in the video and they're all shocked about it uh, I mean yeah it's very obvious here I don't know if you guys had it anyway from not knowing how this film was made but that someone got shown here's the ring this is what's right. in vogue right or about to be in vogue we need to do some stuff like yeah. this because we're going to have tape. and it's going to happen later with the box is that there's a tape and there's a box and then after you do one of them phone rings and then right. the girl on the phone says a sentence to you yeah <laughs> it's like it's very ring yeah it's really bad um also he says something about trenches like ah it's like we're in the trenches <laughs> I wrote that down which confused me because i'm like they're not war journalists also what the fuck is he in like world war ii world war one ah the trenches all those trench wars Dream of one war is a dream of all wars. I made a Justin. note that unlike in Hellseeker, where someone shoots, gets shot in the side of the head, and there's very little blood, like we were discussing, I was like, "This is the amount of blood that actually does happen." Yes, they have to like set up tarps around her, yes. and there's yes, just yes. like covered in blood. And there'd be more fragments, and there'd be a 
giant hole because she used a re- like a revolver. Yeah, she uses a point big blank. gun. Like, dude, your half of your face is gone. Yeah, yep. but no, she got like a decent size like golf <laughs> it's ball or something. Big. I mean, it's decent. Yeah, I li- I'll say this about it. Like, it's this feels very direct to DVD and of its time. The music is very of its time. It's that kind of like drum box beat yeah. sort of thing. And it feels very tweeny as soon as I see this video and I know, okay, this is the demographic of Deadas that we're talking teens. about. Romanian <laughs> teeny. But I will say at least after the last two, I was like, if I get one more movie like that. And I remember at the time, it's like, if I get one more fucking it's all in their head film, I'm just, I'm done with yeah. this entire franchise. So I was at least... Yep, it's wrote in a different way, but at least it is something different. And yeah, if someone it establishes said me, it as something that's already happening outside of your character story. Yeah, way. it's a different location. It is a different feel. And if someone said to me, hey, we're going to do Hellraiser and mix it with Ring, I'd be like, that sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean it is cool, but at least they're trying something different, I guess. Um, potentially not with the best of intentions, but whatever. I just wanted to know at this point, if when you come back to life, if you get to keep the giant hole in your head. Well, they do from the looks I know. of things. I was like, that's pretty cool. It's a combo deal. You never <laughs> yeah. get to go outside again because people will look at you weird. Yeah. Yep. Also, I was just been like, can we? Can I just OD? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't understand why you gotta like. Why do we gotta be so dramatic? <laughs> this is hell, very man. permanent effects to my yeah, body. Doing it with blades, as we see later, it doesn't seem the best way to do it. You yeah. Bleed out Let's just ages. cut ourselves and we'll just continue yeah. bleeding out. It's like, what well, you're gonna. I don't yeah, because if you OD'd, then you could just be tripping for the rest of your undead life. Yep. Yeah. Which I guess is like what everyone's dream is. So yeah. why would you not do that? But yeah, it does feel like when or I watch a franchise, well, strangle. I, even even if they're all really bad, I want like a pick and mix of flavors. You, you know? can't strangle yourself, Justin. Well, I mean, he could just have to hang yourself or something. Try. Yeah, like hang yourself. Yeah, you'd have to do that. Just be like, I don't want this bed. No, I'm good on the bed. I'm just gonna stand over here and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are the sounds of Justin hanging That'd be himself. Justin's directions. Let's uh, so Charles, it turns out, has a return address to Bucharest in the Romania, um, and he assigns Amy to the case with Save some per diem and, her, and some money. Here she goes, and then we get this whole scene intercut with her already traveling there. She's oh. like saying goodbye to him. It's like the same as how she came into the office. It's like she literally leaves right from there. Yeah. And I don't need to pick goes, anything up. I'm just going to go. Yeah. I love how she takes the train to Bucharest from yeah. London. Do you know how much? It's the I don't only know way to go, know, man. But Romania is quite a ways away from yeah. London. Geography. Oh, it's pretty close. <laughs> and you it's fucking, all in Europe. <laughs> you fly because it would cost you maybe 150 pounds to fly. If you're going by train, it will cost you upward. It will cost you 600, like a thousand pounds do you think about one and a half she grand dollars to train it and it would take you ages <laughs> it'd take you a long not that time. train that one's a bullet train <laughs> which they go to japanese that was not a bullet train you saw no, the train no 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 you guys don't know it's a red one an old red school is, just, train. couldn't get any footage for, for airports no. so they were just like let's just put her on a train we can steal footage at yeah. a train station in europe well she looked like she was walking around an abandoned train station it yeah. wasn't even looking like it was operational it was just so new sure. and it was a bullet train because red, red trains are early bullet trains. in the morning she had her early. That's why she got there on time because she left like super early, like before work. <laughs> she doesn't. She hates to fly. It would have been a nice little touch, just one line yeah. of like, you know, I hate to fly. Right? Is there enough here for my trains? Because <laughs> I mean, give her some character. Last guy had magic. Well, yeah. Last last she guy had magic. She has fear of flight. <laughs> well, last Poor. guy had nothing actually. Really? <laughs> no. Yeah, he did. What do you have? 
had charisma, <laughs> sex appeal. Yeah. He had every woman falling yeah. at his feet. He was what women want. <laughs> he was Mel that, Gibson. Yeah, that was the original tale. But then, uh, you know, the Mel Gibson movie came out first, and like, damn it, we got to change it to Hellseeker. Uh, Hellseeker. Hellseeker. Does he rise? And as normal, these films, these horror films, love to make Romania look terrible <laughs> so everything looks uh, just yeah. like grotty and falling apart cockroaches are crawling out from under the address's door and then the landlord lord shows up and she gives him oh, some flies as well flies flying and crawling on the ground yeah so they'd be walkies yes yeah <laughs> and she gives him some american money to take five minutes inside the apartment yeah twenty dollars in american money which i don't even bucks? know yeah she just gives him a 20 God. And then she opens the door, she's hit with a pungent smell immediately. First time people are like, whoa, I can smell something really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but they still go. This is a big, this is a big, dirty Romanian flat. Mm-hmm. Very Super large. Uh, things are rotting, we get spooky music for rotting plates, like unwashed plates, basically, in the sink. And the music is like... And then she sees a body down the hallway of a girl who is this girl called uh, this is Marla, isn't Marla, it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused with some of this. Who's hung herself you while got sitting conf- on the wait, toilet. You got confused in this film? A little bit, I don't, yeah. I don't know. What? How did you get confused? <laughs> it's very clear cut. Dude, it is an ABC. The entire way through. It wasn't like two but scripts were just mashed together. Latin with uh, Roman lettering and we didn't Braille. get any quotes from Inferno on this one. I was hoping for a quote from something called Hellseeker. I'm not playing this one. Aww. So here's the thing. You get a shot. She's in the hallway. She's looking down and she sees the girl who's hung herself sitting on the toilet. I genuinely think this is a creepy shot. Like yeah. I genuinely do think uh. the way the girl is like there hung. And I know what you guys are going to get to in a minute. So get there when you get there. But, but I genuinely think the framing of it and the way that she's sort of hanging and her face is actually really creepy. But this fucking director doesn't know how to use the creepiness. Like, he gets this cool wide shot when you're going from Amy's perspective looking down the hallway and you suddenly see the figure, like, in the distance down the hallway. And then, and it's the great shot, and you should stay on that shot and linger yeah. on that wide to be with Amy and create isolation. Instead, he's so restless. Within one second, he's edited away from that and over to another shot, and then another second over to some other shot. And it's like, just get less coverage. And he got more coverage of the coverage. dirty dishes in the sink than he did of this person. But he get, nobody gets loads of coverage of stuff. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah, but so he like, did more with that. But it's like, yeah, do less. Like, shoot yeah. less and take more time on those few shots you're getting, doing them properly, lighting them properly. Well, he just wasn't as confident. Tension. No, there's no confidence here no. whatsoever. But I will say he's got more confidence here than he had with Hellseeker. Oh, um, yeah. I've noticed here, like he's grown up a little teeny, tiny, tiny bit. Like there's a few shots in here. I'm like, yeah, you're learning some things gradually yeah. as you do this. Stuff. You should have got a book. Yes, <laughs> the book on directing. It like drives me crazy Parker though. Did. But that's just an edit thing. Unless they just didn't have the rest of that shot because someone moved or does a light or whatever. Well, just also, stay on that shot. It's because she couldn't hold her breath the whole time. Well, that's okay. So, like, let's get into this because yes, yeah, she would be rigid if she's dead. But then they get into she's not actually dead right. anyway, which she's was sort like of undead. getting to. But yeah, you guys, you, you were coming, you can see her breathing and stuff. Which, uh, it was like, she couldn't do it for more than like five seconds. She couldn't hold her breath. See, I never interpreted it as that, which I'm not saying the way I interpreted it. When were I you used interpreting to it as like zombie-esque? No, I was literally interpreting it as because she's putting like the pressure on her neck, like you're just going to rock a bit. And I, I didn't see her ever as breathing. Her, she so was literally just like going like, up and down. Yeah, I see her like... I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I see the problem once you point it out. But for me, this is like, I've seen this film sadly four times maybe now. 
Yeah. And I've never really had a problem with it before. Because that's what I thought the jump scare was going to be, was that instead of her like jumping at her at the end, it was going to be like that she literally like rolled across and like she's still hung. Right, right, right. But yeah, because I agree that I thought that would have been a cool, you know, realistic approach to it. But that was not the case. It is not. She would also not rock as much if she was dead because the rigor mortis which yeah, they yeah. show by her holding everything would have been locked yeah, yeah that's what we're saying she should be stiff i know but but again they're also saying she's not really dead so there's a lot of contradictions going on here besides her white eyes like she looks totally fine yeah well, she's like a good yeah, skin she's color good, yeah, mouth skin. Is open. Like, well, fine. i mean no. her lips are a bit chapped but you know some carmax <laughs> have you seen romania it's yeah. expected so she searches she's the apartment she finds a, a file full of papers that shows the deaders and winter the music's really trying to be seven here. I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was this yeah. like seven drones. And then she notices there's a package behind the dead girl. So she's trying to like lean around her to get at it. Almost kisses her. Yeah. She's like Ooh. face to face. I must admit, this is something where I'm just like, well, the first time I watched it, I was like, don't be stupid. Just get the package a different way. Mm-hmm. And the more I watch it, I go, yeah, it's kind of like, how would you do it? Like, I don't know. I would just go lower. Just get like belly yeah. on the floor and crawl under Actually, it. Actually, I would. Like tippy toe and get by like my knees, uh, the height of her, and then back down. I'd get a fishing rod. Yeah, I would just get like the toilet plunger or something and like move just her face out it. of the way. Yeah, yeah, I would have thrown a sheet over in the beginning. No, you don't throw the sheet no, over. I never put a sheet over. Then you got something with a sheet have you on not it. Seen Annabelle? Come on. <laughs> I don't care. If it's behind a sheet, then no. it doesn't have great vision. No, and then, then they suddenly get up at the sheet and they're walking behind yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want to do, well, do that. I'm ne- well, first of all, if I threw a sheet on it, I would never take my eyes off of it. I'd be like, Use my perifs to grab it, and if it got up, I'd grab the entire tray and smash, smash, <laughs> smash. <laughs> and then I would run. Yeah, I'd now you're it. fucking dead. Huh? <laughs> got that sheet, don't you? Oh, you didn't think you could get dead, did you? You're the deadest bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rick Boda's love set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> And the guy go, what'd you do? What'd you I go? I just helped you with your fucking pest problem, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that 20 I gave you should cover the damages. Yeah, seriously. It's American money. It's hard to get around America. here. Peace. So Rick Boda has learned, <laughs> he's learned a new shot in this one, which is the vertical shot, which he uses, yeah. I think, three or four times. Here's the first time. We get a vertical shot. It looks cool. We get like a top-down shot suddenly in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, we get a CGI fly crawling out of the girl's mouth. I do want to point out here, actually, this film is There's also been... a ring thing. Didn't they do that in the ring? Yeah, There's yeah. There's a lot of flies. flies. Yeah, yeah. On the island. Yeah. I do want to point out here, this film's very difficult to get hold of. This is a movie that has never been released anywhere in the entire world on Blu-ray. Um, wow. Which is very weird. Normally somewhere in Japan or Hong Kong or Germany in particular, they do lots of horrors on Blu-rays. I uh, can't get this one. I got a Blu-ray off Did of eBay. Did you go to a crack house, Al? Well, I got, I got went on just eBay to get this film <laughs> and got a Blu-ray where someone I think had like found a copy of it in HD and put it on Blu-ray. And I was like, cool, I at least want it on my shelf in Blu-ray. We tried to play it for this viewing, and it just was garbage. It could, didn't work. Basically, it was all uh. digital. So you can get the DVD version of it. I know it was out of print for a while, so it was pretty expensive. But I was elated to find they have now recently put it on iTunes on the UK iTunes. I can't Ooh-hoo. confirm US. In HD. So we got to watch this for me for the first time in HD. But you wouldn't know. It's very grubby <laughs> HD. And this CGI fly really stood out quite a lot. In oh, the- totally. Yeah. It stole the scene. A lot of the CGI stands out and not in a good way. So the package has help us written on it. 
Then she sees the girls holding the lament configuration box. So she breaks her fingers. She's like, I want that. Out. I want yeah, this thing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Didn't want to go anywhere near her a minute ago to get a package. Now, now I'm going to break, break your fingers. fucking thumbs. And then for me, the closest, because then the girl does, she suddenly like comes alive, reaches out, starts screaming at her. I think it's the closest we've had to a legitimate scare in this series in a long time. Yeah, but then yeah. my immediate reaction was like, help her. I know. I was like, help you're her. a fucking reporter, and she runs she, away. She runs away. Yeah. This girl is like, you went there to help her. You just got a package from her that says, help us. I know. And she might still be alive. Well, and let's you're get into like, this, shall Peace. we? Because she's sent there to go look into the debtors and this missing girl. Yes? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. She finds the missing girl dead but then seems to be alive then she runs away yeah and also, then she never goes back there again yeah even though she's still apparently looking for marla yeah also which is really silly the guy goes what are you doing <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i just what do you think did you forget <laughs> she gave you 20 american dollars for five minutes it was a transaction buddy what are you doing um <laughs> come back i there. said don't run in my hallway so that was why i was confused if this was marla or not because Marla's the girl on the tape, right? Because mm-hmm. I was just like, well, why? She knows where she is. She literally found her. And then she spends the rest of the movie looking for her. While still investigating Deader in the window. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I'm like, you found her. And you could have saved her and questioned her some more. But you didn't. Said you ran away. Yep. Like, and, they, yeah. and then didn't listen to anything she even said. So I mean, she's back in a room. And we get a scene that's 100% from Ring. Uh, she's drinking, smoking. Man opens the package and a key with a red dot on it and a VHS tape falls out. So she watches the tape and it shows the girl who's addressing, shows Marla, who's addressing whoever finds the tape um, or gets the tape. Very specific instructions here. Yep. She said, you wouldn't be here if you didn't belong here too, which I feel is incorrect. She sent the tape that started all this to a newspaper in London, which is for starters, why not do it? in a Romanian newspaper and lured them there. So you know you're going to probably get a reporter or the police. So then to say you wouldn't be here if you didn't belong here too, I feel is incorrect. Yeah. Because we're going with this whole thing, which they do fit into of, of uh, Amy is, you know, has a black soul from her childhood and from her past torments and stuff as well and has demons she has to confront. But the, the, the demons are not the reason she's on, at this place. No. I don't think so. No. If she would have come across this tape on her own, then that could be viable. But yeah, because her boss like specifically gives it to her saying no one else wanted this case. Yeah. It was not specifically for her. I mean, you can argue she puts herself in danger more than other journalists because of her, you know, past and demons and blah, blah, blah. Sure. But anybody could have take, got this tape and like a police officer or something and just come. You yeah. could have just gotten a newbie who's like, yeah, I'll do anything for a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So she says that Marla also says that the light really hurts. Is that what she says? Sounds like that. I didn't yeah. get that. And then she wants to end it, but she can't. So she's kind of stuck. That way she can't kill herself. And she says, uh, she says, he'll ask you to join him, but don't. There's no turning back. And whatever you do, don't open the box. So this is clarified later on. It does all work out. And I guess when you're first watching this, I don't know if you're thinking it's Winter or if you're thinking it's Pinhead that she's talking about. Or do you think they're both the same? I thought she was talking about winter. Yeah. But I was like, I also was like, then by that realm, she's then later talking about Pinhead. Like, right. that these things will occur, essentially. Right, right, right. Multiple right, right. hymns to be afraid of. Oh. Well, she tells her also to go to a subway station to wait for the last car, and then a guy called Joey will help. 
And then she explicitly says, I know Justin's favorite line, I think, in the film. Whatever you do, do not open the the box. box. So after the video (laughs) finishes, what does Amy do? Opens the fucking box. (laughs) (sighs) Just immediately picks it up and goes, open it. How would you even open it? And then opens it like a fucking idiot. I mean, I guess you're going with she's not gonna. She hasn't seen the other Hellraiser film. She doesn't believe in all this stuff. She thinks these are just some messed up, if drugged you just up kids. Saw a dead, dead person. Bo- yeah, I know, but and I think she thinks. Box. But I guess her job is to investigate dangerous stuff, and well, she, she you're not going to believe it's supernatural. She could have investigated the girl who was she coming gone back to alive. This Joey guy and like not opened the box. I know, but she's clearly someone who takes risks, or at least like have a little bit of time in between that, like. I don't know. About Leave the it box for a night before you and then yeah, open it. Or like be tempted by it, you know, just have your curiosity get the best of you. Like that at least would be more satisfying. But she literally went, nah, fuck it. I'm a, I'm a bad, badass. I'm a badass. And she's clearly not. She could have nope. been like, I ain't scared of no box. She opened the box. I ain't no box, bitch. James <laughs> come out and grab her face and hold her kind of in place. And then Pinhead turns up and says, don't think for a moment that you are not in danger. And then we get a brief flashback of a man who is pretty obvious immediately it's a father because he looks, I mean, he looks like Harvey Weinstein with a beard, <laughs> to be honest. Kind of looks like that Romanian landlord. Yeah. yeah. It kind of looks like Romanian landlord. And, um, he know, is, yeah. He just, he just looks immediately like, all right, we can tell immediately what's going on. He's here, a scumbag, we? yeah. And then the phone rings in a ringu way and she wakes up from her pinhead dream and a voice on the phone just says, help us, Amy. To which she just puts the phone down without asking who they are. Yeah, help us, Amy. You're, you're our only hope. And this is like a recurring thing. I think of like the last three films now is that the our main protagonist opens the box. Nothing typical usually happens, mm-hmm. but everything goes off the rails after this point, and you yeah. you get a glimpse of Pinhead. Yeah, and then that's yeah. done. Pinhead's well, like, all right, now you're in our world. Also, but- if she's so investigative, she opened the box and like had that thing and woke back up and someone called. Wouldn't you be like, wait, did I just hallucinate all that? Let me see if this box actually opens. Because then you would open it again. Mm-hmm. Which would also technically close it. I think so, yeah. And then you'd be safe. Yeah. Huh? Nope. Nope. She's <laughs> what bad investigator. She heads over to the subway. Um, we also, a- how do we know that box was ever closed? Because the open and closed positions <laughs> look <laughs> exactly same. the There's same. No green and red which light. Which is really a yeah. moment configuration. Yeah. What a shitty toy maker. Didn't Check out box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She goes to the subway. She sees there's a weird bit with a girl in a yellow raincoat with blood who then disappears, which has no bearing on anything. Just there to be spooky. Is that supposed to be what's her name? Mala? Yeah. I think that's meant to be her? Yeah. No, because it was a very so. different girl. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't look like I think Mala. it's just meant to portray what's just about one of to the happen. Deadest, maybe, or where something. you just see, yeah. Mm. She can start to see into this other world. Then the carriage turns up, uh, so she gets on there. It's like a fucking club. Looks like something out of the Warriors. <laughs> there are just naked girls, goths, people in weird goggles and SMN gear. A girl chained up completely naked with an antelope skull. Art installations. It was a cow skull. Yeah, a cow girl skull, breastfeeding okay. a baby doll. Yeah, girl breastfeeding a baby doll. I missed that one. My favorite's the girl who's like naked and then has like this weird tea painting of her face over her face. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, that was, I was like, this is just a uh, cool art installation. Semi aboriginals on the west yep. side. The ones that were like in like Transformers. Paint, paint, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And then I just wrote down excited, a man with a penis. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I said, first penis. He walks yeah. by. Yeah, one penis in this. Finally. He's very young. I felt bad about seeing his penis. I was like, I feel like I should assign something. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to jail. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first penis. I'm happy to see some male nudity in this film. There's a lot more female nudity in this one as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Mostly all takes place on this train, to be fair. And then we get someone. Brad Pitt. We get Joey, yeah, who I think should be played by Matthew Lillard. I know, I wrote the same <laughs> thing down. Oh, totally. But he, been he looks like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. He does look quite yeah. He like, looks like, well, cross between that and Matthew Lillard in what was that? Yeah, I know, I couldn't so remember. SLC or was it? Yeah. In Hackers, Hackers. Hackers, That's, yeah. It's yeah. like him in Hackers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. So she finds him in the back and she says she's looking for a girl named Katia and a man named Winter. So what the fuck? Who is Katia? What is happening? Because I wrote it down as she said it. I don't know. They're looking for a girl named Katia and a man named Winter. No oh, idea. Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now on the IMDb. Who is this Katia? Katia. I was just really distracted Yona the whole Abara. time that they're having trying to have this conversation. There's, There's two, two super hot girls behind them just, just making, making out, out grinding, grinding boobs nice and boobies. touching things. And right. I was like, how are how you, you focusing your audience? on anything yeah. you're saying? It's all just drivel in my head. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, these girls are like seconds away from just 69ing behind yeah. you. Yeah, I was not like, listening this is to a you. very distracting. Your background is stealing the scene from your, oh, yeah. <laughs> from your lead actors. You, you don't want that. consider this framing properly. Yeah. And then oh, they like okay. take over the entire subway. It's not just like part of this subway that they've taken over. It's the entirety yeah, of this not train. Even get kicked out of this train. Yeah. Okay. How? So, so we are modeling things up a little bit. Because uh, apparently it says here online in the official Wikipedia um, that Katya is actually who's the girl on the tape who shot herself. And then she goes there to find. Okay. Uh, Marla is the previous girl. Oh. So the, to return, the so one must who have filmed been, the first filmed one? filmed it, I think, yeah. So Marl is the one who filmed it, who wants help. And Katya is, yeah, just the one who was on the tape. That's the where re- I think a lot of my confusion comes with yeah, this film. the return address has Mar- whatever said. But she never I talks st- to Katya when she sees her later. Confused me. I think that's what's confused me quite a lot with this movie. Those two girls. I was getting them muddled up between Katya and Marla. Too they much Romania. Kind of similar, and then they have lots of makeup stuff on them, and they're pretty brief with their shots of them. So that makes more sense now. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, well, on that train, they were getting romantic on that bench behind them. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, Joey calls no that God. group, the group of debtors, a bunch of motherfuckers, and then starts fingering two girls who are making out while she asks him about the debtors a bit more. He says, some he say... He was shaking their temperature. <laughs> <laughs> they were heating up. You have a fever. <laughs> you guys are heating up over here. Children's uh, aspirin or something. Check your temperatures. What? <laughs> 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 Joey says, uh, winter, about winter. Some say he's a guru. Some say he's not human. But they all live together in this house. Those who believe. So, yeah, I mean, you're saying about this carriage here. Whether the carriage... We're going to find out later on. Maybe it's not even here. Like, it's very difficult, again, to know exactly what's real and what's not in this movie. Um, but we'll get to some bits when we get to them. He gives her a line, says, you've got this fucked up self-destructive thing going on. Which seems to be some weird flirting between these two every time they meet, which I don't quite get. But I kind of like his character in it. He's fun. Oh, I do. I like him. Uh, she shows in the box, and then he says, now that is making me very unhappy. <laughs> and this he tells is where the go. logic just starts... Yeah. draining out of this well, thing. Well, the problem is because there is a logic with the deaders. 
And then there's logic with the box. And by mashing these two franchises, well, not franchises, even, but, you know, but like these two, two stories together, it gets really muddy. It's like they don't quite, they nearly back each other up, but not in the way that Tim Day is thinking Just that the they the two previous films to this, yes, they were a shit show, but at least they were a, like, you could start, well, besides the, the last week's whatever, Hell Seeker. That Hell one made Seeker. no sense in any realm, but the, uh, I mean, at least that was like a cohesive Hellraiser story. Mm. Like it had a main theme that they were attempting with. This one was just so jumbled. Mm-hmm. I was, I could not connect the dots. No, it was very, very it was really jumbled. difficult. It is a problem um, when you take an any spec script and try and do something like this. And they just didn't, I don't know. Like you think they had enough time, but I don't like know. Like this one was the only one so far to me that was obvious that it was not initially a Hellraiser film. Yeah. Yeah, I think this one, yeah, reeks of that. It was just, just really just because convoluted. Because you can feel this whole other thing going on. Yeah, there's a whole other thing with the deaders. It's like, well, it wouldn't be called the deaders, then it'd be called like something the the senos or whatever. Yeah. You know, something more attached. Just a little changes like that. Just go, we are cenobites. It's like, no, we're not. And it just doesn't fit. Um, It'd be um, like, we've been winterized. And they really, <laughs> oh, Jesus. They we really are now try winter to, fresh. They really, really try to tie it in as, as we, we yeah, will it's just, get it's to. It's really difficult. We are um, winter's bone. Um. He tells her, though, just get out of here. Just go somewhere else and wants her just to change her name. But she's like, no, I can't. I've got a fucked up self-destructive thing going on. I guess well, you she's do. already opened the box, though. And she has. But again, what does that mean anymore? Because well, she's yeah. not in hell she's like the last two guys. She's being open now and from the past few years. I go, fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it but makes me so mad because there's no pillar. They're not anywhere else. It's just, oh, you got spooky dreams now. But Inferno, I get it because it's like, well, you're in your hell. You're literally in your purgatory hell. You're in the loop. He's yeah. in hell. It's not what happened just after he opened yeah, the box. Yeah, that would make sense. But With Hellseeker, it's like, well, he's dead. So we're dealing with literally like a minute of him dying. And we're right. just in that warped brain space, I guess, um, which isn't satisfying to me. But, but this one, yeah, it's like, what does it even mean? You open a box. I don't even know what that means. Well, it's almost here. like you, you enter like the outer realm of something and oh, then you no. travel closer to the center. dealing with it more like ring and more like other things. Yeah. Where it's like, no, just you're like, just kind of accepting the ghosts into your world a bit. You know, you're just like, you're seeing stuff that's happening now. Right. Um, but I don't, I mean, cause when the box was made, it was supposed to be a gateway to mm-hmm. let them in and out. But now it's just kind of like, ah, uh, they're always just there. Or yeah. just you're, I don't know. It doesn't make sense but to me. But then you later find out that only people of a certain yeah, no, we'll temperament get get are there. able to open it. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. So, but, but, but by saying that you've opened it, doesn't that then testify to others that are like, oh, you you're started something. Like, if you can open this thing, then you're of a different caliber than we are. Yeah, but that's the point. That's why they want her. I understand. But right. he so, yeah. doesn't she say to Joey that she's opened it? Once uh, he no, shows no, it to her? No, no, no. no. Oh. She never tells anyone. Or she shows it to him. No, she And he wouldn't she necessarily just know anyway, I don't think. Well, yeah, but he... Okay. He is a debtor, though. He's a debtor. Yeah. But she just so whips it out. So he would know Yeah, but I don't think any of them. Deal. But that's the problem. When we get to the end, none of... Let's just get there when we get there. I don't understand. Let's just get there when we get there. I don't understand. You understand? Because it doesn't make sense. But the whole point it is, I don't think none of them really understand what it's meant to do. Like none of them. It's only Winter who really has any clue. Because I even have, like, why are these people... Why are the debtors doing this? Like, what is the pro yeah, we to get this. To. I try to write the bits down, so let's get there when we get there. They don't look oh. especially the happy. Down. They don't look happy. Let's get there when I'm we just get gonna there. answer both of, both of their uh, thoughts and say, Disappointed! No, it's just confused. <laughs> <Thank> you, <Justin. laughs> 
So she gets off the train. She notices someone is following her immediately and it's winter. Not very inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> shoes or sandals. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's got just, such a TV face. It just uh, drives me crazy. It's just, he looks like a doctor, like from a doctor show. And he just like got out. He's like, couldn't save that patient. Well, <laughs> she's seen him God on the VHS tapes. Yes. Uh, on that tape. He's and she's just said that she's looking for him. And then she gets off the train and he's looking at her, following her. And she walks away from him. Yeah. Even though she's trying to find him. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's not because a very good she reporter. wants to find him, not, not him be find found. Him. Yeah. Can you turn like, around so I can follow you, please? She's like, <laughs> she's like damn it. I Let me job. do my job. <laughs> she doesn't like doing it the easy way. She's got like this fucked up thing she going does. on. She does. <laughs> Then she starts getting flashbacks to a father walking towards her, much like he is. So she's keying in with that. And then she's like a little girl being dragged away by her father. You think she would have like suppressed that thing by now? Or well, I think that's the point. I think that she kind of has. Right. And Winter is like, Winter manages somehow I'm not gonna to, how, awaken it. <laughs> to bring up people's past demons. Because they do get into it. The only oh, people yeah. in this group are people who have past demons. Mm-hmm. He then he manipulates basically to wear them down. And he's then basically using them to try and find the one who is the one who can open the box because he wants to be able to open the box and they get into it is to do with the immortal life of pure pleasure. That's what the reasoning is, but we'll get to that wording later on. <laughs> Your head hurting. I think it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have written down it is baddie looks so stupid. Like uh, he, really yeah. does. he looks like uh, such a tween baddie. Yeah. He's he looks like a TV band. evangelist. Yeah. Winter then jumps in front of the train, and only this viewing, I noticed you even see him tumble on top of it. They do a bit of CGI of him, yeah. like, yeah. on the top. It's not even... You could just do the jump quite fine, but they yeah. wasted money on effects work here of him sort of tumbling on the top of it. Yeah. yeah. And then you cut to them, stop... that They've stopped the train, and then again, it's only this viewing where it's like, that train was fucking pelting through, not stopping at that station, and then it killed him, and then she screamed... And would have had to say to someone, oh, that train just hit someone. But the train has stopped dead in the station on the platform that she was yeah. at. Maybe they backed it up. They would have to back it up ages. And then yeah. you'd never find that body yeah. if it was going that fast. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Also, there would be blood everywhere. If there's no blood in the back, well, then he didn't get it. Not necessarily. Because if you're really fast, the blood like goes. Also, everyone in Romania speaks English. Yeah. That is true. That With is a true. British accent. Uh, I mean, there would have been blood somewhere. Yeah, so where they look the blood. Be. But yeah, they got so the police can't find the winter's body, uh, which yeah, so they don't believe her, and then they apprehend her <laughs> because well, then she sees him again, yeah. and he's getting onto the train, and they and just no grab looks, her yeah. because she's too excited. I love when police do this. Do they do it in real life? Because they do it in movies, where it's like you've done nothing wrong, but you look excitable, so we better. Well, I would say if you're like that excitable around a train, like I know if we're in London or something and I like said that I saw something or saw someone jump in front of a train and then I was like freaking out, I think that they would probably detain me. Yeah, they but you think like, they do let's it for just your get own protection. You yeah, but that's kind of what they do. They put her in jail, basically. And yeah. then no, the they boss just has want to bail like, her calm out. Down. Yeah, but also... They're just like, weird, crazy American or British chick. We don't know what to do. they just want to make money. Yeah. The boss yeah. comes, he flies from England yeah, to bail her like, out. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? But also she says, like, he's right there. He's right there. And they don't even look. And they go, yeah, you're fucking crazy. Sure, he's right there. Sure. immediately detained her. He goes... 
But listen, this is where you can really tell that this was originally based in Lower East Manhattan because then it would make sense of um, her boss turns up to bail her out and now he has to fly from London so they have to add in lines of dialogue like, well, at least you're traveling. <laughs> Which, yeah, that was totally... So then they have a little impactful. chat and there's not really much need for this. But then she says, you notice something vaguely demonic about you, Charles? Are you at any point thinking because of the last two that he's going to turn out to be Pinhead? He speaks a lot like Pinhead in mm-hmm. this and he's bald. transition. Well, he's balding. He's not completely bald. No, he's, yeah, he's pretty bald. But yes, there was definitely like a calm, authoritative presence to him here that we did not get upon our first meeting with him. Yeah. And then he has a great reply when she says there's something demonic about you. And yeah. he says, did you know the word demon comes from the Greek word for knowledge? Yeah. Good fact. I learned something today. Yes. I do. I actually, uh, I think this scene is one of the best scenes in the movie because it's just two of them chatting and you get their friendship a little bit. And he basically reaffirms her because she knows, oh, okay, he's around. He's always kind of like jovial about yeah. stuff. He's like, yeah, it's dangerous. Whatever. You do stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Go and get the story. And puts her back on track with, I think, some confidence again of, all right, like, I've seen my friend. I know he's around somewhere. He's so relaxed with stuff. It makes you feel like, okay, I should stop taking this stuff so seriously. I kind of just viewed him here as more of a facilitator. Yeah. Which, yeah. He's just there to put her back on track with confidence. And I think the scene does its job. So then she goes to the remote location that Joey told her about and did his real remote location. Um, And we have to have a flashback telling us where the key comes from that she opens the gate with. Even though we... It's like yeah. two scenes ago. Like, yeah. I know. I was, and it's labeled. You would just be like, oh, red dot, red dot. Must, let's try it. Let's it's just try it. It's meant to be a what symbol that even coked out, methed out people can understand. Uh-huh. It's like, why? We don't need a flashback. We're all pretty sober <laughs> trying to watch a movie. Sadly, There's yes. a ton well, of dogs in this film. Are there so? just rampant dogs yeah, in Romania? Probably, probably. I mean, because you see there one at the, the apartment. No, you see four, four or five dogs in this. Yeah, Jesus. there's two outside there's of the gate, dogs. and then there was there's the, one at the apartment that she shoes away. One, there's one later. Well, we're gonna see one inside right now. Yeah, there's just eating something. Yep. Yeah, because she heads inside and then goes down to some dark Romanian catacombs. Yeah. What? As she walks around, going, "Hello." Yeah. Is someone there? I was like, and "What is this, Beauty and the Beast?" I was like, "You're a reporter. Shut up." I like these bits when I'm writing down because the last two films have had so many things happening that it's been a nightmare for me to write down the plot summaries because just scene by scene shit's happening. This one was kind of cool. It's like, uh, wandering around. It always reminds kinda me of my little brother ranges. who constantly wants to be in your movies being the, the jockey bro who walks around going, oh, hello? I was like, Mark, that doesn't happen in films. I, I'm sorry. I eat my words <laughs> here because she means says, hello like six times very good at it hello don't steal his role justin mark (laughs) gets one job (laughs) you can't upstage him Uh, yeah i'll just be the person goes yes we are here (laughs) yeah we're right here this way (laughs) follow me Uh, hello (laughs) this way (laughs) (laughs) she finds a dog eating some flesh and decides to go down a dark corridor even though there are other options available. Yeah, because the dark one's the best one. Well, we forgot about the topless black guy, too. No, I haven't. He's coming. Oh, he but was... he, we've already seen him. No. He was standing at the gate. Yeah, he was standing at the gate. He, like, oh, yeah, looks I mean, at her on. from the gate. Like and then... spl- yeah, sorry, he comes in properly yeah, later. He's glistening. Again. Yeah. He comes in properly like, later. Man, he like really a good complexion. I can't do... Guys, 
You're always pointing out these little things <laughs> that I miss. He comes back in. Like yeah. flies under the fucking door. Topless black guys. Well, I'm I mean, painting a picture for the viewers who, yeah. you know. Maybe the people who just want to rewatch it through go, our hey, eyes. Hey, they listen up, buddy. Watch it. Listen, hello, buddy. <laughs> I like the details. Many, too much shit in these movies. You can't Whoa, talk about every detail. Shit or gold, gold. my friend. Hidden <laughs> <laughs> <The> sh- gems. <laughs> Whatever. I respect to see this reflected in your end review. <laughs> I will. I wouldn't be like, fuck. I think it's a nine point five seven. <laughs> It's she, perfect. She, so she goes down this dark corridor. Nothing lures her that way. It's very weird. He does another one of his vertical shots here in this tight corridor. And then it's getting tighter and tighter. I kind of like this uh, idea of it. Like, yeah. It just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then she's trying to push her way through. And I do start to feel claustrophobic and a bit panicky. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, um, she, it, she starts with one type of lighter and then it switches to just a different lighter after. Yep. And oh. then we get a brief scare with hundreds of CGI cockroaches. Yeah. Also... Yeah. She immediately lights it back up. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. You were holding it for so long. That would fucking burn your thumb. I just took <laughs> this care. as the only people who are really methed out are able to get to this place because you have to be like a size four uh, or smaller oh, yeah, yeah. to yeah. get here. There's no fatties allowed <laughs> yeah. in this club. They're like, you don't belong <laughs> There's here. There's a couple of B-flat out guys in there. I'm like, you didn't. Yeah, you would no, not have gone. No way, yeah. hallway. You they, the, they went the normal way. They're yeah. like, you went the really difficult way <laughs> yeah. to get in the like, elevator. Yeah. They're just they, like, you could have just went down the lit path well, like a normal person. Even she's too big because she gets stuck. And then I like this bit because a prop wall moves. <laughs> she's yeah. like pushing against it and it just wobbles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Is this a secret wall that she pushes and it breaks away? I was thinking before, like, did they find a such a location? Because, you know, no, just made purples. Yeah. And yeah. uh, then we see a hooded guy with a knife behind her who somehow snuck in there. I don't really know how. He stabs her in the arm and then she wakes up in a corner of the catacombs. And I'm thinking, oh, great, we're going back to I the know. last yeah. two films. I wrote daydream, or I wrote dream, reality shit. Yep. <laughs> and then that topless black guy is just standing there and calmly tells her to follow him. And leads her to the room from the video where Winter is in the middle of resurrecting a guy on the bed. And then they all turn and they're covered in... By making out with his chin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, obviously like, not like kissing, kissing this guy. This guy. Oh, you yeah. got a chick? Yeah, sure. I guess I remember. Yeah. Uh, they all turn and they've all got fresh blood in the places they killed themselves from. Yeah. I think, which uh. is weird. Like the, are they, is it always fresh blood when they yeah. kill themselves? I Probably guess. Bleeding? It never heals. Because we find out later that she doesn't heal mm, after no. she... True. So they've yeah. got like, yeah, cut lit wrists and head, blown yeah, out blown. Head, mm-hmm. which I'm just like, how are you functioning? Your brain is actually destroyed. Everyone else is just bled out. Do we see that girl here then? Is she here? Yeah. She's, she's like the touching. one who's got that uh, wound yeah, in her like head. Showing her. She's like, look. He, Maybe I that's touch. what it is. Is She's like lost that part of her brain. She's like, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> and Marla's uh. not here because she's kind of half and half and still yeah. back at her apartment. Yeah. Or well, something. she's still zombified. Right. Yeah. And then what's his, uh, pulls out the knife and the dude kisses dude and then he's like <gasps> and was like yeah look yeah. at this and he, and he looks at her he's like what I did <laughs> oh did you like did you like magic <laughs> <laughs> they should have had him played by the guy from Inferno oh yeah. no do not bring that guy back oh Jesus I would take him over this take him. No. Yeah, it would be hilarious he looks like a baddie because oh. then he also yells his lines which is my favorite thing that actors do when they're not that good they just yell their lines <laughs> yes. they're like project yeah they're like oh. I'm Al Pacino <laughs> how do I he get intense amazing. I know um, what yeah 
I was wondering, why are they down there? Can't they just get a nice apartment somewhere to do the stuff from? No, because cult, they all man. obvious wounds. <laughs> yeah, but once you're in the apartment, you're in the apartment. You just wrap yourself up, hey, go listen, in. This isn't a Jack Lemon film, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is what all apartments in Romania look like. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Smell. I do. All, all, <laughs> the, all the apartments smell, and there's bugs. You uh-huh. wouldn't want to get bugs down there. It's nice and cool. Also, if they were up there, imagine the summer or when it's hot. <laughs> yeah, you know, they would start to decay and they'd smell really bad down there in the catacombs. She did say the white hurts. Marla did say the white. Yeah, hurt. I think I couldn't read. Really Apparently, they're vampires slash and, undead. Yeah, also, catacombs are nice and cool. So yeah, it's gonna get confusing with this stuff because we're going to learn later that winter is searching for the person who can open a box so we get it implied that he's creating these people in the hope he's going to create this his sort of immortal person who can open the box for him to link to this infinite pleasure but then pinhead later on is going to tell us that he's creating an army presumably in a war against pinhead i don't really know but he seems threatened by this almost like they don't know what's going on it is a little bit like that isn't it a little weird why Just, wouldn't you ask someone to try and open the box before you kill them? I don't, I don't know. I don't I think understand. The, I think, no, but I think he, oh yeah, I don't fucking know. Anyway, she finds Winter, who's sitting in an armchair and looking ridiculous. And he it, says he chose her. He was the one Amy chair Klein. in the whole apartment. Yeah. And then she shows him the box and he takes it from her. It's and mine. then we get our first hint here. Did you guys pick up on it here or did you get it later? I got it later. Where he says, you might say it's a family heirloom. Yeah, I thought he was a part of the family. Like, like the, a tomato. The, the Marchand or whatever. Yeah, the, one the, of the Marchands. Yeah. He is. He is one of the descendants. Yeah. Which means between this and the future one where Pinhead dies in Bloodline, this guy's got kids out there somewhere because he dies in this movie. So where are his kids? Well, clearly he left them to start a cult. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, a, he's abandoned a, he's a, his children. Yeah. Right. Oh, do you think? I mean, I guess, I guess you'd have multiple kids. So his father could have I multiple kids. I just wanted his kids. last name be, to be French, though. He should have been like Dehivel. Yeah, well, they don't Instead give him the winter. David Winter. Winter no, the Marshall. Yeah, is winter. No, 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 but like the American. In French, Justin. <laughs> well, they're in Romania, so everything's batshit crazy right now. It's ridiculous. David David Gulak. He says that the box belongs to We're calling him David Gulak from now on. Why David? I don't know. He's uh, he says that the box belongs to him, uh, although others might disagree. Isn't his name David? No, his name's it's Winter. Winter. He doesn't have a first or last no, name. No, it's just Winter. No, it's, just, it's just Winter. I thought it was David Winter. No. This whole time. Why just David? Like a symbol. Ah, fuck it. It's David Gulak. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even getting his one name in there. Uh, he says, like a seal. And then he says to her the same line that Pinhead said to her. He said, don't think for one second that you're not in danger. Which isn't what you say to someone when you're trying to get them to join your cult. No. <laughs> what dumbass. He's a terrible evangelist. It's He's a shitty line. leader. He doesn't know how to do this. It's like, I'm going to make them look all hideous and disgusting. Like, cut them open. Give them bandages so there's not yeah. pot, like puddles of blood everywhere. <laughs> you're <laughs> fucking Keep your walking place around really again. Clean. Yeah, nice apartment. Also, you're walking around barefoot, dog. Yep. <laughs> like, dude, there was a dog upstairs eating someone. You need to get like get a cleaning lady Your in cult here. It's falling apart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have shoes on. <laughs> this is, this is you guys are really underfunded the only thing right now. Nice this whole place is the chair you're sitting in. <laughs> yeah, you have money to buy saran wrap. Buy sandals, bitch. <laughs> Does he have saran wrap? Yeah, for the bed. You put on pl- down like oh, yeah, they have a lot of tarps and things. That's good yeah. thinking. 
Yeah. He says he's, he says he's, he's like, hold on a second. We don't want the bed to get dirty. Let's lay We're going to have to reuse this. Hey, yeah. he's, seen, he's seen fucking Hellraiser 2. He knows about Julia in the bed. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. So he yes. says he's here to claim. Because he doesn't want Julia to come back. <laughs> he says he's here to go. I want fucking Julia to come back. He says he's here to claim what is his, and he says that he needs her help. Um, and then the more she doubts, the deader she becomes. What? Yeah. The more she doubts, the deader she be. And that happens later when Marla says you just got to give yourself over to it. You have to give yourself over to it. Also, I feel like this is the point where when they were writing, they weren't sure who should be Pinhead. And then you're like, maybe David. Or David. <laughs> no, David. <laughs> David Gulaksh. Mr. Winter is Pinhead. Or Pinhead is going to be in this. Yeah, maybe. Because he's saying lines that Pinhead has said, which is, I want what is mine, or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's repeating. Well, he's just don't think for a second that you're not in danger. Like, the one thing verbatim. Did you guys just write, you weren't sure who was going to be the protagonist, so you tried to cover both bases, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and they try and throw you off face now, because they know that you're expecting someone to turn into Pinhead at this point. But it doesn't happen. doesn't even, it's not clearly that. I'm like, David is just a dumbass cult leader. Does anyone in this, no one in Hell Seeker turns into Pinhead, do they? No. No. But he does come out of the acupuncture chart. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Winter moves like a little vampire. He just like quickly just goes yeah. and like grabs her. Just like, what, are we in Twilight knockoff right now? Yeah. Terrible. Also, he was, that was really fast. Didn't help him later. No, it did not help him later. <laughs> that is true. That was his one. He's got to power up again. It's like, oh shit, I need 48 hours to recharge. The cool downtime on this. Mm-hmm. Then we get flashbacks of her dad again, and then she wakes up on the bed, everyone looking down on her. Uh, so you open a dot box, then you kill yourself, and then he brings you back. That seems to be the rule, yeah? But other yep. people haven't opened the box. But also, you need to do it of your own free will. Yeah, you have to give yourself Which... over to it. But why? Anyway, then she wakes up again, <laughs> and now she's in the ah! bath, back in her hotel room. It was pretty swanky. This hotel room looks nice. Yeah, it's a nice hotel room. Yeah. And we get this whole scene of her. Uh, she, she sees mud on her boots, so she so she knows it really happened. Well, and she, this is her in the bathtub, right? That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. She I woke up it. in the bath, and she dreams about her dad again. Uh, who it gets quite explicit here. You see him unbuckling and stuff, and then yeah. she wakes up to blood and goes over to the mirror. We get another vertical shot because he's like, "Oh, we got this rig. <laughs> Let's just." Well, I feel like the four places he's done it have to be sets. Yeah. Like that, they just like okay. Let's just put. We can easily move this rig from from the different sound stages on the same yeah. sound stage and then she's got a knife through her back with a silver nub coming out of her chest which i really like yeah, yeah. i was um, like oh that's super deep in you yeah it's cool i was like damn she Did got a wet dream and spoilers for one of my upcoming movies actually i've got that shot in it yeah. <laughs> and I, in my head as i watch this like did i steal something from dead <laughs> no did you, I don't did think you so. go? I don't think you're the first person knife, to be like, I, I want the end of the knife to come out of the front of them. Yeah, did you go, <laughs> oh, I want to make this a wet scene. But it's that little tiny nub of metal mm-hmm. just coming yeah. out, which is like, oh, that would be horrible like, to see. Wouldn't it? Yeah. And really good on her, because right from the bath, like immediately from the bath, all the way through this, I've been impressed with her, because she's a fucking ghost friend. She's topless. She get a lot of boob action. I said, damn, she really acts her ass off in this yeah. scene. Yeah. Like, she is really good. Yeah, and then I just... After a couple of minutes, I went, why are you still screaming? Why aren't you calling 911 yeah. or going to the hospital? They're just screaming, going, ah! 
Well, I mean, yeah, but okay. So even if she called them, like, how do you explain that? It doesn't even matter. I'd go, somebody came in and stabbed me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Then you would have had the issue of you not stopping bleeding. Yeah. yeah I well, mean, the, the yeah. character actions are pretty dumb. I think yeah. I agree. But I think the way she's embracing what she has to do yeah. is really yeah. good. And she does just really go for it. Like, I was shocked at this point. It was one of the things was like, well, you think if you're going to see anyone naked, it's not going to be your lead. And if you do, you're going to see it early on. Mm-hmm. And it's only this one scene and it's completely contextual and it makes perfect sense because yeah. she just got out of the bath and she just doesn't seem to give a shit. She just goes for it. It's good. And I appreciate the director as well. Just kind of like, yeah, directs yeah, it. Yeah, not making it over the top. Yeah, yeah, it's not a sexual thing at all. But. Yeah, she was screaming bloody hell. She was screaming. So then she yeah, uses the cupboards uh, to trap the knife in and then pull herself really off smart. of the knife. Yeah, I was, I was like, really how, do, how would you do that? Well, it's kind of smart, but you'd also you'd have to pressure it like that with your arms behind your back and then pull away and then your arms would get well, further away as you come off. So eventually you'd let go and you'd end up huh? with it still stuck in you. Yeah, but no, that's no. kind of what started to happen. But she was able to like keep yeah, it get closed the inertia. Yeah, you only need one arm because you're closing the yeah, door. Yeah, but I just mean it's only so far back you could do it and then when you're trying to pull away but your arms trying to stay in place your arm's going to come away then with you. then you hook onto the side because it's a handle and the handle can catch the wall. But I'm just saying your arm can only go back. Don't worry. I'm just saying like <laughs> you're you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying being delirious would be like you're I trying to go away from something while your arm's like trying to hold on to something but your arm's going to go away with your body because you're pulling your body away from the thing. I yeah. think it'd be very tricky. I'm saying Girl Scout move. I mean it's really good. saying is though uh, get you badge. take the knife out, it's just going to make the bleeding worse. Oh, she yeah. should have really just called the ambulance. Yeah. But I think she knew what was going on. I don't Are know, man. She was just that? freaking out. Well, again, if this was real, she'd be dead within yeah. half yeah. an hour. Like, yeah. you know, this is, she would just bleed out from this. Her, Plus, yeah, her I think she was freaking out because it didn't hurt. Right? Yeah. Well, because she couldn't yeah, feel it. We get, yeah, he does yeah. say that. Well, Pinhead says that to her. Yeah. She was like, what the hell? Why is this in me? Well, we're getting to that. So her phone rings and then someone says, only he can bring you back, Amy. And then the box is sitting there. And then Pinhead turns up again with a very large neck brace. Yeah. You know, it's, it's color. It's, it's way too big. hide his... Uh... <laughs> you think he's getting too chubby in the other side? But it makes him look chubbier. It's too big. It's like the Batman one when it was too big, you know? Mm. Like, no, it's mm. slim again. And then he says, like, this is not my handiwork. <laughs> and yeah. why is it that you feel no pain? You've been recruited as a soldier in another man's war. A war he can never win. Your soul belongs to me, as does his. They can only get out via you. And I'm your redeemer. I'm the way. Lots of confusing stuff going on there. Yeah, what is this riddle? <laughs> I know. I'd be like, I'm going to get the two of you in a room. We're going to sit down. And we're going to hash this out. Because I don't know who is... I also, I didn't, yeah, you guys are recruiting me to something that I have no free will in. Are you talking about us in this franchise? No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Just slip that in. We are the way, Justin. Follow our army. Yeah, I think we've said a weekend about it. Like, you know, he's staying in a war. Pinhead clearly seems to think that this winter is building an army of people to do what? To kill Pinhead? To take back... Because we know, like, the Mershon... He thinks the Mershon's got a battle against him for out centuries. Right. So, presumably, he does see that as something. Again, how do you get the pure bloodline? Because you could have so many kids. And then this could just be, like, you know, one kid who's just the way... Yeah, what if he's, like, illegitimate? But you could just be, like... Because all it takes is, like, how many generations you got before you get to 2142 or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, there's lots of kids spreading all over. There's loads of Mershons everywhere. Yeah. A little... Marchant family. Are we meant to think that his name is Winter Le Marchant? 
Yeah, I think. Well, I don't know because again, uh, I thought his like, last name was Winter. But again, like because like, he wouldn't be direct. Like at some point, you have a kid. He'd marry someone else, and then you, your mother's name could be what you like. You know, there's so many like. Do you think as his mom was like dying and Pinhead was laughing over her that she said, "Winter is coming." <laughs> God. God damn it! And he wears no shoes. <laughs> Um, but Pinhead is he a different thing. He walks really slowly. Pinhead's like, your soul belongs to me because you opened a box. I presume Winter opened a box then at some point. And he says, as does his. Oh. And then he's saying, I can only get out for you. Know. Which it's... is definitely true because that is that is what they're saying. It's like angry. they need someone who can open a box right. in order to get out from there in this sort of purgatory. Right. And they're trying to get to bliss and they believe that Winter sold them somehow. How he can bring people back to life doesn't make any sense in the law. I just want to know. Why do you think it's just pleasure? What is the? I don't understand where they get to the ultimate pleasure. Like what it is that they've been promised. Just see, I I don't know if I've winter is just lying to them to create an army, which is possible to like get to Pinhead to kill him. Yeah, possibly. Mm. So is she the Winter Soldier? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I like the line paddling in a pool of your own blood. I thought that was a good line. And then she just says no and throws a lamp at Pinhead, so he disappears. He does not like lamps. And then she washes herself off really weirdly to sad yeah. music. With a oh. white towel. And, and also puts on a white shirt. Yeah, yeah. And then she puts on a white shirt while she's still covered in blood. And then she duct tapes on a sponge and puts a jacket on and just heads out like, that's cool. Well, she does it on her back, but not her front. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? what did, yeah, what? she also really did. Don't didn't. look like I've got three boobs. Yeah, I don't want to look stupid. <laughs> she should have just wrapped a towel around herself normally and then carried yeah. an extra one. So she had infinite blood, right? Because she's bleeding out the whole time. Yeah. While walking around. Yeah. Uh, heads for the subway. She's got hepatitis C. <laughs> <laughs> she produces tons of red blood cells at an alarming rate. She's in a pool of blood at her feet. And then she sees a cop coming in the subway. I love this. This scene is yeah. just <laughs> painful. She panics and begins oh to cover up the blood with God. newspapers that she's standing on, looking at him like she's not guilty as shit. And then thinks, oh no, there's too much blood. Then she just tips the whole stand over. As if that wouldn't bring attention to yeah. you. And I was so upset. I was like, you murdered all those trees for nothing. Yeah. And then the cop just walks off like a dick. Well, he kind of looks at her like all sexy. He looks like he's 16. Yeah, he's really yeah. young. He's just like, oh, look at her. I'm not going to help her. Uh, yeah, you think if, over. if in America, definitely in England, an officer would come over and help you out oh, a little yeah. bit. Or at least go, do you need any help or something? Yeah. This guy's just like, stupid. Johnny. <laughs> So clumsy. I guess things are things, different in Romania. Things that yeah. don't see that blood on the floor. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I see that yeah. blood. I don't. <laughs> it's a lot of paperwork that, and I don't got time for this shit. I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to go home. Plus, there's like a whole train that's completely cardboarded over with like yeah orgies happening in it. Is I don't it real, think his though? focus. Because yeah, but what, though, so if he can't see that though, then how can he see the blood? But I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. Disappointed. <laughs> she goes back to see Joey on that said carriage train thing, and Joey's getting a blowjob from a girl sandwich on the orgy blood train. That's <laughs> yeah, what I call this train. train. This is like the version of Clive Barker's. The was it the meat uh, train? The uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. So she shows him her wound, and he says, "You've got to give in. Sit back and enjoy the ride. We're all just pieces in Winter's puzzle." Winter soldiers. And she's like, puzzle. A puzzle. Oh, shit, I forgot the puzzle. <laughs> I know a guy who's good at puzzles. <laughs> he plays chess and basketball at the same time. And he knows and magic. I, and I know a guy who's good with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Super team. Punches them. 
So she looks again, and what? Joey's dead. The yeah. carriage is full of dead bodies. Yeah, there was. We've been dead for ten years. Yeah, and then she starts losing her shin, screaming and everything. Everyone's on the list. <laughs> she starts screaming at a doll covered in blood. Beautiful people. <laughs> Regular people. <laughs> a lady with things on her face. That was kind of like eerie. But majority of them are just regular people. Just people. And she's just screaming the entire entire time. Yeah. There's Cenobite sewing as well. Yeah, that's thing? where you got like creepy when she saw Cenobite. I was like, okay, that makes but sense. One Cenobite just but, and but sewing. What is with the sewing over the last three movies? I don't, I don't know. know. But the best part was just when there was the like orgy people. Like first you see and you're like, she goes, <gasps> And then it gets close up, and it's just these pretty girls like and a dude. Yeah. And then it, she screams again, and it punches in, and it's this handsome dude just kind of laying there with a little bit of movie. blood. Yeah. <laughs> sort of, sort of. I was just <laughs> like, wow, that's, she's terrified of anything now. <laughs> ah! Ah! A dog with blood! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> she comes off the train and finds Marla. Uh, who I thought I wrote down the girl she's been looking for, but no, that's not true. No. Uh, Marla's looking like a zombie right now, and uh, Amy just says, I want to go home, to which Marla says, Amy, you are home. Because when someone says that in a horror movie, you have to contractually reply with, you're already home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even if it means nothing, it's just what you say in a creepy way. Yeah. And it means nothing here whatsoever. Yeah. So she's like, no, no, I'm no, not. No, this is Romania. No. I'm from New York. Let me get a map out. I show you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a subway. <laughs> no one lives like here. This is no one's home. No one lives there. <laughs> so she reveals that she was the one who stabbed Amy in the heart. That yeah, was she like, oh, yeah. you're a backstabber. You asked for my help and then you backstabbed me. Literally. I stabbed you. What? Even though now the wound has moved from her heart down to her stomach. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. bleeding well, from her belly button yeah. at this point. Yeah, I've like, never seen anyone stab her in the back. Also, you no. can't stab someone. I mean, you could, but it's where she stabbed her in the back, and like you'd have to go through the vertebrate or like get really mm-hmm. close to the spine. But where it's placed, which you can't get to, and it's really hard, is yeah. the middle where your spine yeah. is. Yeah, so fucked, was like, you can't walk. Yeah, I was like, you're severed. You're you're half of a chomper right you're now. Dick. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, so did Marla do this to what? To prove? Because she doesn't seem to want her to. But she's telling her to give over to Winter. Well, she was also saying, I'm preparing. She's this is to prepare you or some shit like that, right? Didn't well, she? Well, I say think something? it was to like show her that she's already undead, like that it won't hurt. I guess. Yeah, she's like to get used to well, the then nonsense. She says, how this feels. She says, when it's dark enough, there's no difference between being dead and alive. Now I'm here to help you with your past, your demons. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, she was an asshole. She's like, help us. And then she's like, okay, I'll well, help you. Well, because then it gets really heavy into her dad, like that yeah, scene with her she, dad. Then she says also, it's only a rehearsal. Winter wants uh, you because you opened the box, but and you have to willingly want to become a debtor, basically, with no doubt. Right. So they start talking about fear at this point. Which... Also, a hot mess. It's yeah. super hot mess. Because she also goes, it's super hot mess. I want you super to help us mess. and save us. But then she's like, don't help Winter, but she's saying yeah. you need to give in and, and whatever help you do, Winter. don't give in to Winter, she says earlier. And but then whenever us. you do, don't open the box. But then she does open the box, and now she's like, help us and just give over to it. And, and become a debtor. Yeah. Become a Which, debtor, and I'm going to stab almost you. Almost like the debtors don't know why they did it. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Marla says, like, the only clarification here is says, like, you got to go in with no doubts. So and Marla says, I guess I screwed up on that part. 
So Marla went in without, so that's why she's stuck as a sort of weird zombie thing. <sighs> then we get more flashbacks uh, about her father, and then she wakes up again in a hospital, and her boss is there. Which is I said her childhood hospital? looks more like Romania than Romania does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yes. really does. Is this a mental hospital? Yeah, there? she's strapped to this bed. Why did they put her in a mental hospital? Because uh, he said she they hurts. saw the bathroom. So that's to assume that they can see the blood. All right. So they assume yeah. they've hurt herself. Uh-huh. And then, but they can't see the wound on her. Uh-huh. Yeah, they didn't go and go. Hey, let's. Where, there's a lot of blood. Where's it from? Oh, there's a fucking hole in her back, straight out of the front. She was laying <sighs> down. There would be a shit ton of blood. I know. Blood only happens when it's convenient for the blood to happen. So <laughs> boss Charles tells her, "Forget about the story. We're going to get you back to London." They let her out of the restraint. She heads off into the mental institute lobby like you have to in all these films. And then she meets a little Romanian girl. Looks adorable. And oh, yeah. there's two kids in this mental hospital waiting area. Yeah. yeah. One's in yeah, a wheelchair. One's just cycling backwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He's, yeah, he's on yeah. a bicycle. Yeah. And bicycle. the other one draws a picture of her and then starts getting creepy for no reason and draws her as Two-Face from Batman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then really she freaks good. out. She's like, whoa. This is so fucking good. <laughs> you should be on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and then she runs should away. Should have twitched this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the point of any of this is. They go, you've got these bits that are thrown in that aren't, that are just more like the last two films. They're like, ooh, spooky things happening in a dreamlike way. I'm like, I'm, that doesn't seem to fit with this story. There's enough physical doesn't. things happening. It really doesn't. So then she finds Marla again, who's now looking normal, zoned out watching TV. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, hey, what's up? I just been chilling the whole time. I realized. That you can be undead if you just chill out. Just watch <laughs> put some TV, put, man. Put the telly on. Call you it a day. Catch up on Lost. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird Post to anyone else when you see like these cartoons that people are watching that you've actually seen or used to watch when you were little? Oh, really? What was it? No. I don't know though, because we used like to have this tiny. VHS tape that my mom. It was like a compilation one. And it literally just was called Six Hours of Cartoons, <laughs> and it was as much as this VHS would hold. And whenever my mom just wanted us to go away, she's oh, like, put on six hours of cartoons because wow. then it, there wasn't an end cap on how much TV we could watch. We were literally like, we could watch TV all day. <laughs> and I remember that this cartoon was on it. Oh, wow. But I don't know anything else other than that it was like, oh, I remember that was on the six get, hours cartoons. Get that tape. tape from your mom. We're watching right. that. Oh, she totally <laughs> has it somewhere. Guys, <laughs> we're watching. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Stay, stay, uh, stay tuned for the podcast of Six Hours of Cartoons. <laughs> she was literally anytime like you anything would week, come on. Because <laughs> she would just record cartoons off of TV. Genius. Man. So it was just she random. She might have some real gems on there that don't air anymore. They're all old ones. They're not like yeah. trendy ones. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all mean, really old ones. She might have like Classic. a super rare one that yeah. only aired for a little bit. So Marla says to her, just to get back to this for a second. Sorry. Marla, no, no, no. Says to her, so it's about ultimate pleasure. This is where we get that clarification. Mm. And says, but Winter can't solve the puzzle box, even though Pinhead said that his soul belongs to him. But is that just because of the history of Le Marchand? Uh, he says, only yeah. a chosen few can. New rules for our law. Uh, only chosen people can open the box. Amy is <sighs> the chosen ah! one. The chosen one. So not even a chosen one. The chosen uh, one. So painful. At the end of this film, totally dispels that. Yeah. Completely. She said it. Only she can stop him now. And I never know when they're saying this stuff. If she means winter or pinhead, but I'm presuming winter. I think she's just. I think they're it. just leaving it open. Yeah. Excellent. And then Marla just disappears again. 
And so does everyone else. So Amy goes for a walk down a hallway, which mirrors her flashback hallway. And we see the end of the flashback. Her father came for well, her. She's also bleeding. Yeah. And she's rubbing her blood all on the walls. <laughs> yeah. Just making another mess. It is very messy. Like, you don't have to touch your... You got infinite blood. blood. Just fucking smeared it. Guys, someone else is going to get hep C. Let me just smear it like on these cleaning walls. woman for this place. It's like, seriously? Yeah. Everywhere you had to touch. Just every white surface. It's like surface. the last insane asylum place, that the second one, where... The two, like, there's no doctors there. No. Everyone just leaves. There's just <laughs> a guy cleaning that. empty rooms with a mop uh, yeah. having a smoke so break. He's <laughs> with every film. Just, <laughs> I uh, agree. Well, oh, right. Pinhead yeah. opens the door. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> so, yeah, and then this flashback, her father was coming for her. She was hiding in a closet, which you saw hints of at the beginning, but we didn't get the context. And we keep getting shots of the kitchen knife, seeing that the kitchen knife's important. She's getting flashbacks to something with the kitchen knife. And triggers the memory. She had a kitchen knife in the closet and she uses it to stab her father when he comes for her. Uh, Which slightly confused me a little. So in the beginning, it was her, like, because the dress is the same in both. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, initially her dad was doing these awful things to her, but then it's the same scenario. And instead, she stabs me, like, did she just straight up murder him? Bef-? And the other stuff didn't happen. No, yeah, no, no. I didn't get it was, that. I just didn't change her clothes. Like, it's definitely meant to be. That's been something repeatedly that's happening. And at okay. one time, he came oh, for her and she, she hid snaps. in this closet. Yeah. Because uh, I thought knife. it was just like, he was just, she, her inner demon thing that she did was like, she killed him. Just no. I mean, she definitely fun. killed him, but she killed him yeah. after he had done that to her. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, that's her, her thing that she's holding is that she killed her. Well, they've, whoever that guy was. And they don't want to, they don't want to shoot the kid stabbing an adult. So they have to cut to her as an adult stabbing yeah. him because yeah. they don't want to show that imagery. Yeah, but they're willing to show some kid just like thrown face down on a kitchen table while yeah. the dad unbuckles Unbuckle. his I know, pants. It's pretty like, explicit. That's fucked up. Yeah. I wrote down getting, getting pretty bored. <laughs> this yeah. is like where I was really yeah. losing. I, just I think the I will. start, stop taking notes at the round there. Oh, no. I, the last <laughs> thing was blood, wall, walk. Makes a mess. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a game where we Crazy try person. and decipher Justin's notes and then decide what film he's trying to talk about. I don't about. want to play that game. I no no fucking clue. I can read them. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you can read them. Like, this is sled them. wall walk. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. I know. It's and really chicken scratch. Always behind. <laughs> she wakes up again and she's in Winter's cult bed thing. So did she left this, right? This did she ever leave this, or was she just meant to have been there the whole time? I don't freaking know, man. It hurts when I think. Okay. Uh, he says, let all the pain go. It's time to finish your journey, blah, blah, blah. So she takes a knife from him, and she's... Oh, actually, yeah, I think she was there the whole time. Really? You reckon yeah. she's there the whole time? Yeah, because... Well, the- it, he acts like he's seen what she's just seen. Yeah, and right. also because the boss... Oh, no, because he says, what did you see? Like, he's like, what is it? Yeah, but a boss, but a boss. But it, what he, because it would be like, he was literally there and then went, because we're at the end and the whole thing. Uh, and then he's just right back in London. So it was like, he but never. He must have come bailed her out and then gone back. Yeah. And he didn't stick around for the mental hospital yeah. thing, maybe. <laughs> oh, these films. She looks like she's going to stab herself. The box starts crackling and then she doesn't stab herself. She plants a knife in the table, grabs the box. Sort of. <laughs> And then throws it down the corridor and says, go to hell. And then it opens. That's what Kirsty says, too, when she throws the box. Oh, that is true. Oh, 
Not allowed to throw the box without saying go to hell. And it opens, but why? (laughs) Nobody knows. It's like a phone call. Well, they had the box on vibrate. (laughs) 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 It's for you, bitch. (laughs) Go to hell. (laughs) Hey, it's uh, Pinhead. Just hey, uh, uh, you were supposed to answer. Open it up. Come on, yeah, man. But, uh, I guess I'll try to ring you later. Well, just that Leviathan stab guy in the dark. is really doing my fucking yeah. nothing. Just the, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> so Pinhead arrives and Chatter's there. Your Yay! favorite. Yeah. Oh, Chumpa. And then new sewn face. Yeah, yeah they love this. I think they had a prop guy who was like, I do sewing really well. And they were like, excellent. <laughs> You're on everything. <laughs> yeah. Stitch us some cool You're on things. all the special effects. Yep. And then Pinhead says, uh, as a little conversation with him, says, it seems evil does run in your family. Which I was like, huh? But, yeah. What? was that evil. When was any of them evil? They were all nice. We yeah, were like, I just was. made the box. Yeah. So then Pinhead chains Winners up. And I've just got written down. Is there any ending for these films that doesn't end in someone getting just chained up? Like, do they no. all just have to copy the end of the first one? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it's Bloodline like did. Uh, Bloodline didn't. The Bloodline finishes in space. And oh, yeah. like well, the last one him. didn't end up in chains. Yeah, it did. He oh. gets chained to the floor because I was complaining about it. Yeah, but it wasn't really like the last. Yeah, so it was. It was. Know, last thing is Pinhead turns up. Yeah, the I mean, lead protagonist so, yeah. or someone gets chained. Like battle the battle. Well, this guy show. gets harpooned. There's like little harpoons. Well, yeah, the fucking. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, the Covenant gets harpooned. Yeah. Well, yeah, no one gets chained in Bloodline, do they? No, no, I don't think so. Like no, nobody. Yeah, no, I mean, the does, guy gets the fat guy gets chained no, and then dragged chained. into the Remember dog's he gets place. Chained and his face rips. No, in Bloodline. The no, in Bloodline, space. the one with space. the three part. Oh, one in space. Space one. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adam Scott doesn't, and the the fat guy doesn't get dragged into the hounds. Remember when Pinhead first turns up in modern True. day? Anyway, what I was stumbling here is why why does everyone say the reporter's full name? Through like ninety percent of this film, they like Pinhead says it every time. What is what is her name? I Amy forget Klein. now. Yeah, Antoine, Amy yeah. Klein. He's like Amy Klein. No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like time. a play on words where it's, I'm inclined. Maybe there's multiple Amy's in the room, and he was sure he's addressing. I don't know if he was just like, oh, it doesn't sound good to be like Amy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, doesn't I don't. This was the thing. It that probably does. I think that does sound Doug too Bradley cute. Bradley was like, "No, no, no, dude, it's gonna sound better if I say her full name." I'm almost certain that's what happened, and I would agree. Because he says, I "Oh yeah," because he does say Kirsty Cotton. Kirsty Cotton. No, he says Kirsty as well quite a bit. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Kirsty. Well, that's just after like the uh, third film like, when they like got to know each other better. Amy's now he's just like, a cute name. If he's like, "Oh, Amy," you it'd be like, "Amelia." <laughs> Angelica. She does say, when you attempted to live beyond death, you entered my domain. Which is, yeah, I guess that sort of makes sense. But she didn't. Not him. He's talking to Winter. Oh, yes. Yes. You entered the Thunderdome, bitch. (laughs) And then Pinhead rips him apart in some pretty bad CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He harpoons him and goes, and then he tightens it. Well, no, but yeah, then he kebabs, harpoons the rest of them, like all the teens, and like two. Two sort of, yeah, two kebabs, yeah. double kebab. And what's his name goes, ah, for fuck's sake. Yeah, we oh, yeah, a comedy Joey. moment, which is like, uh, yeah, I don't know in front of Pinhead if you, you can make comedy moments. And it's a bunch of basically zombie teens who are doing nothing. They just stand around yeah. not saying anything, not exclaiming. Winter, their leader, Prophet, 
get strung up by chains by three demons who turn up and they're all just like oh. they all look like uh mildly surprised and i'm just like all right finally we can die yeah so it's just amy and the cenobites are left and she threatens pinhead with a knife to which he smiles and then a couple more cenobites turn up there's another sort of sewn one and something else it would have been hilarious if pinhead was like ooh, poor play <laughs> yeah if me likey. Uh, there is a kind of creepy line though. It's like the only creepy line I think Pinhead gets where he says, yes, your father is with me and he's waiting for you. Yeah. Uh, which is like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then Marla talks to her. <laughs> it's terrible. She's like lying on the ground like, I'm dead, but I'm still not quite twice dead. dead. Yeah. It says, it says, only he can bring you back. Ooh. And looks at the knife. Use full pronouns. Stop saying he. The no one knows who you're talking about. Yeah, what the fuck? Say his name. So Say my name. She goes to kill herself with a knife. Exactly. Stabs herself. The box starts sending the senator bites back. Pinnage just gurning. <laughs> he's just like, not an attractive look at him. And then he's always so disappointed to go back to Leviathan. You think he'd be quite happy, but it's also like, no. I don't think he goes that much. It's like, you know, this is kind of like work travel. He's like, yes. (laughs) It's like going back from your holidays. Shit. Maybe when it sucks him in, it's like it has to teleport him and he has to literally be like taken apart and then put back together. And it's like quite painful. Mm. I don't know. Or just like to fly. Or maybe it's just a lot of paperwork. (laughs) It was like a paperwork, you know, he's just like, yeah, "Ah, I gotta go back to accounting. I gotta Maybe lock, has to, like, I gotta check in all these souls. people. I mean, yeah. At the yeah. end of the fucking movies, he's always like, pretty much always screaming, just like, no, yeah. as he gets put away. Yeah. It's like, dude, what do you expect? <laughs> like, it's not that hard. It's just the box. They just I like, to be like, I'll be back. I know. <laughs> I know it's one of the reasons I like Inferno, because he doesn't do that. He's one in Inferno. He's fine. Or he would just yeah. go, I had a hell of a time. <laughs> <laughs> I regret the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Romania. Good night. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, she's dead, uh, which is kind of a surprise, isn't it? She dies. Or is she? Oh, she's dead. How do you know? She, she dies. Well, confirming well, she doesn't come back. She's fine. <laughs> it's tend to disappear for a while and then show right up and, you know. <laughs> Excellent. No, I don't know. So on the uh-huh. TV, we see that the whole building sort of imploded. Exploded. Yeah, with the Burn box because the box went. Yep. Her boss is watching the news. He's got a bigger beard now, isn't he? Yeah. What's that about? Uh, it uh, means they didn't get all this filmed in. <laughs> means they did some reshoot. The right time. Yeah. Maybe when she did survive, and they're like, "No, let's just reshoot the ending." <laughs> yeah. His secretary says Amy's disappeared. Um, no one's able to find her. And then a young, pretty girl comes in as his new reporter called Miss Turner, and he starts telling her he's just received a tape that he wants her to pick up the lead <laughs> she on. She comes and he's like. Well, hello. <laughs> yeah, like, hello, hello. Hi. <clears throat> yes. So a couple of weird things here for me. Like, one, is it meant to be the same tape? Is he going to do the same yeah. thing? Or is he a They're new tape? They're trying to do the ring thing again. Oh. Like, he's the, faci- he's he's the one who on pushes the them. Yeah. Yeah, which wouldn't make sense. Which doesn't like, make sense for the logic before. No. Where they were like, you've been chosen. Well, then there'd be nothing to that find That just now. means any yeah, fucking and, hot and girl who takes this job. She's going to find nothing because Winter's dead. So there's no tape for yeah. her to find. Yeah, She'd go to the same apartment that Thingable went to. There'd be nothing there anymore. So done. Story She's just sending her to the Romanian uh, landlord. Story, yeah. Uh, that's He's like, like, I hope there's a store that forms there. Well, the other, the Romanian reporter has the box in her hand as she's like reporting. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what is it? What is this supposed to be? I mean, hilarious like, about as she's holding who, it. She like hits it and it opens. It's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> is it Pinhead supposed to be like the, the oriental guy with the Whoa. pillar of souls? Like, 
plain a uh, pain a pleasure. No, What's your I don't pleasure, think so. Sir? I feel like she's just they just want to leave it open. So she just shows oh. this box was unharmed in the explosion and holds out the lament configuration on TV, which would open up to a good sequel potentially in terms of anybody could have seen this on TV and gone yeah. up and searching for that box or another merch on yeah. descendant or whatever. Or um, if he if this girl walks in and he's like, Your story is that I need you to go retrieve this thing or yeah. something. But they miss it. They don't even see it. Yeah, They've I know. Because he's, he's too like, oh, busy checking oh, her out. Because I go, she, I got this video I got to show you. And it's n- has nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's just nasty. It it's is just, porn. Just, just say, what do you think? <laughs> I don't, but what pisses me off is like, one of the few things I liked about this movie was his relationship with Amy. I felt yeah. like they were a genuine relationship in a series of films that are a few genuine relationships. And then at the end, he couldn't seem to give a big shit. Yeah, but then you zoom in on that said picture at the mm-hmm. end into her eyes. Yeah. Like, what? Why? And, well, what are we they doing? need something. They just need some way to get Where out of it. Where are we going? Yeah, just, what uh, are we remember doing? Remember her? <laughs> just like the flashback. Remember the keys a you minute found? ago? Yeah. Stupid. And then they fade to black. It's so ineffectual. It's just oh, like, just end terrible. on the recorder, just holding out the box and then just yeah. <laughs> cut out in static and just go to credits or something, yeah. you know? Well, not everyone's... Uh, Film school student who went to the movies all the time. That is the end of the movie. Thank gosh. All I have at the end is I really don't get the logic of this film. I wrote, eh. like, that's I a whole mess. And I also put sacrifice for question, question, question. Eh. <laughs> eh. Uh, um, for people who want to, I started to and I haven't read all of it, so that's why I haven't commented much on it. But the original Dead script is out there online. You can read that if you want to um, to see what the original masterpiece was that yeah, the writer was so upset about <laughs> them adapting into Hellraiser. It is interesting, I think, to read the original script and then read Hellraiser Deader and see how, you know, Hollywood smashed something else into it and changed things. Sure. Interesting. I do, I do think it's interesting. Uh, not just to learn, you know, this is what can happen to your scripts when you sell them. This is that you can come out with. Well, you have not, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, they have that right. They own it. They can do what they want to it. So, Katie... Justin, I want to know how you felt about Hellraiser Deader and where do you want it to go next week in part eight? We're almost done. Three more films to go, guys. Uh, With no remake yet, although the remake is still on the cards, hopefully, but we'll see. With Clive Barker still involved. But we'll get there in the wrap-up. Justin, let's start with you, buddy, because you look ready to check out. Tell us your feelings on Deader and what you want next. (laughs) <laughs> man i felt like i was deader <laughs> i was becoming one of them by doubting this <laughs> don't um, doubt it yeah it's two different films going on not a lot of logic behind a lot of it also got confused and lost a lot of hilarious moments really exhausting to keep up with i don't know i, I try to like block it out <laughs> You literally just watched. I know. I like Chomper. That was the only redeeming <laughs> thing about this movie. Say. Yeah, <laughs> I like mean, the Chompster. There was a lot of potential for certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the cult aspect. Um, I don't really think they should have Merchant be the cult leader or Winters. They're just <laughs> Winters could have been a different dude. He could have been like a Frank who escaped, or it could have just been Frank. Frank got out again. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, he's like starting an army of the undead or something. I'm gonna be the warden of the dead now. And then he could just been that and actually like I don't know, fight, but then he was just a weak ass bee and got (laughs) ripped apart, which made me go 
what the hell, man? Why was... There's, yeah. Like, couldn't you just have sorted this out without getting Amy Klein involved? <laughs> Why does she need to be involved? <laughs> and then I also went, what a shitty journalist. So, I don't know. And then I also thought her follow-up piece never got printed, so that's... <laughs> We don't all know. That, all that they work that she did. How to be an undeader. Yeah. Uh, give it a 3.5. Oh, we gave that the lowest yet? Yeah. Oh, man. Dang. Downhill slope. Well, Bye. no, hell, it was an uphill slope for you and then down. Yeah. It didn't, it wasn't entertaining. It was just too bad where you're just like, there's no logic behind anything. Whereas right. the other one, Hell Sika, <laughs> was just kind of ridiculous. Crush on the lead guy. It was just funny. <laughs> It was just funny. Also, because it had uh, Kirsty. Yeah, yeah. Kirsty, wasn't it? Oh, Kirsty, Kirsty, Kirsty. So Kirsty, what, uh, Kirsty, Kirsty. Where, where do you want it to go? Oh, my brain part, hurts. Part ah, well, they did all the things I actually wanted. Cult, you uh, did. different town, space, yeah, countryside. <laughs> I want Western theme. Western. Uh, I just, I think, better. Uh, maybe on the road. Maybe some kind of like adventure. Ooh. Some kind of adventure. Like the new on. Leatherface film that came out, but with Pinot. Yeah. So a lot of people would just like open the box. Like, I'm just going to drive away from this problem. Yeah. Just put it the- down and leave. Yeah. Bye. I find a weird box like that. People go like, oh, there's stuff. I'd be like, well, I don't fucking want this. You're being weird about this. Take this mm-hmm. box. Get away from me. <laughs> I don't want this damn box. There's a dead body hole in this box. Mm, don't want it. Seems like a cursed <laughs> object. Why the fuck would you pick up a You're cursed weird, object? Man. Yeah, why You're be weird? weird? How much do you want for this box? Oh, here you go. No, that is enough. I go, whoa. Mm, seems <laughs> like a cursed God. object. Sorry. Mm, keeping this money. You're Enjoy your fucking box. Shady. Yeah. All right. So, that's Thank mine. You, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Watson. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. I will say that at least this was while while it was two stories merged, obviously, it was at least a story that had a beginning and an end, unlike the last film. No middle. Just <laughs> no, it got real weird in the middle. But the uh I don't know. There were like there was some stuff in here that I liked. I liked her boss as a character, although in the end it really didn't make any sense how he just kept popping in and out of Romania and why he was then sending another girl in her place when yeah like you said there was nothing left to investigate so it really did it felt like they were trying to mesh an already existing script with a hellraiser with the ring and it just turned into a really piss poor attempt at a film but i liked the lead i thought she was great even though she was a bit stereotyped at some points but at the same time she was like really smart she did all the things that i've been wanting from a lead girl which was like to have a head on her shoulders and be a little bit more intelligent, even though that rapidly decreased throughout the film. She started off pretty coherent and then it all went downhill from there. I thought Pinhead was all right in this, but I actually liked him better in the previous one with his interaction with Kirsty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I gave this one a three, mm-hmm. which is the same as I gave in Okay, but slightly better than hell. Slightly better, just because, like I said, it had a beginning and an end. So we're on the up. Things are looking bright. Half a point. (laughs) Wow. Ah!
what I would like from this is I want it to go redneck territory. Redneck territory. Yeah. I mean, everybody always does like a. Yeah, it's like a road trip. Like, up in, uh, like where you just get like really dumb, just grotesque people who yeah. then enter into an even darker world. You want to mm-hmm. eat some of this meat? Yeah, it's like, a mystery hey, meat. Hey, Ma, I found a box. <laughs> you want to combine Texas Chainsaw with Pinhead, basically? Sure. sure. Yeah. Let's get their or lives just really the box messed up. Ends up at a camp. <laughs> Everybody vroom vroom. Everybody vroom vroom. Okay, well, good luck. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever, <laughs> man. We're going to do, do it up. We've done a lot of horror franchises now. And I, when I get to the wrap up, the question I'm going to have is, is this the worst horror franchise that we've done? Not that there is. I've seen the Leprechaun. <laughs> that is worse. No, but I hated Texas Chainsaw. I know you did. But even though I wasn't on that one. The track we're on right now is yes. Like there were films in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise and people should go and listen to that podcast fully or just to wrap up if they want to get our overall feelings. But that got higher scores from us than anything in the Hellraiser series has mm. so far. Just And there was this hope when you're doing these franchises normally, like all the Texas films, I think bar none, went to cinema. All the Charles Play films may not go on cinema they started going to netflix now but you know the cinematic yeah. still levels all the halloween ones i believe went to cinema all the freddy films all the jason films these films the majority of them did not the majority of them did not go and rick bota is doing three of these films that means he was involved directly more than clive barker was with this franchise and yeah i'm just this is it's a tough franchise to get through. It is. And this film is bad, 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 bad. I like it more than Hellseeker. But I like it more than Hellseeker only because, yeah, the lead character, I think, is a bit more interesting. I think it's a complete mess. You're right. Like, taking a script, chucking in some ring, chucking in Hellraiser, it doesn't work under any scrutiny. They haven't tied up anything that's going on here. But at least it is a little bit different. Uh, whereas Hellseeker is just retreading Inferno for me. So, uh, yeah, I, I put it just above Hellseeker, but not by much. Like, this is, I don't think Robota really, he's getting slightly better with directing. I'm hoping that by the next one, he'll have learned a few more tricks. And uh, yes, I have seen the next one, but um, I don't want to reveal any of my feelings on that one just yet. But yeah, it's, I, I mean, I don't really, I just don't care anymore. Like, you know, Pinhead turns up every now and then, doesn't do enough, and obviously he's you know, I'm God bless Doug Bradley, but kind of past his prime by this point anyway, both with looks and acting. And I, I don't know what to say. Like, Winter is just so terribly cast in this oh, film. Oh, he's terrible. The Deadite, Deadites, the Deaders are just so, it's like a bunch of tweens from a Twilight TV show. It's just, so many elements aren't good. Romania doesn't look great. A lot of stuff, but it's... You don't want to go there? <laughs> I've been there in it, and now I don't ever want to go back because of this film. <laughs> I don't know. It's not great, and it's really tough. Just, It's just tough seeing where this is all going to. I, I remembered watching these one by one, and I didn't care like most fans do, but watching it back to back like this, how we are week to week, it's, it's tough seeing where it's gone to. Like, it's tough seeing how much you can complain about number three and how stupid that is. I know. And then you're looking at this stuff, and you're like... Pfft. Give me back the cinematic stupid. At least it's oh, money. Yeah. And it's kind of dumb yeah. that it is just money, really. That's all it is. Um, but 
There's a better script as well, I think, with three. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I agree. This is bad. And, Who's three again? Uh, it's the one it's on the new, JP one, the one in the club. Yeah, the oh, Pillar of Souls in the club yeah. and explosions and CB yeah. face and all those stupid things. This is yeah. better sound bites than that one still. But Yeah, but at least that was funny. Like it had character yeah, and it exactly. was like it was a popcorn-y dumb <laughs> yeah. flick. Yeah, this is just this is just dull. And that's really the worst thing about it. It's not as dull as Hellseeker for me, but it's duller than Inferno for me. So, yep. That was entertaining. Low, low marks from me. Uh, where do I want it to go next? Unfortunately, again, I know where it's going next, so I can't really. <laughs> it's going under C. Project too much. Under the sea. Hell is so nicer. Again, though, I do find it so. I'm saying it every episode, and it's really occurring to me right now. Like, this ideas you're just throwing around. It's so ripe with things you can do with this box sitting on our table. I like, know. there's so many cool things you could do with it, and they're doing nothing cool with it. Uh, they're barely trying. This one was a shrug at an effort, but because they were contractually obliged to try and make Dimension happy by sewing it into this other, you know, script. Next week, we are all to, well, we're actually going to be going off of a short story that I believe is like then. make this aboriginal and have the box be like a god to people that they worship. And I mean, like, I appreciate a lot of these things I mean, are big money, like big money. No, so really? it's hard, like you could just get an island somewhere that you're like, we're filming the whole thing on this island. immediately money. It's immediately money. Nah, you just get a cheap one. <laughs> it's just getting equipment there. That's the problem. Sure, one of the Weinstein zones on the island. You can be like, we just borrow you your island. Contem- you can do contemporary things. Still shoot them in Romania if you want to and do it more interesting than they're doing right now. You, you really just can. shoot in a building trapped inside an asylum. Brilliant. You can be trapped inside any place. And there's a million things you can do. You can be really trapped honest. on a campus. Just, there's no exciting, there's no creativity, and it doesn't feel like anybody really cares. What that's if the, the film Cube actually happens inside of the Lament Ooh, configuration? That's great. I like that. I thought that's what that movie was. No. Oh, really? It's not? Totally no. different. Oh, shit. Oh, you'd be watching it if it was. Yeah. Cube oh, is great, man. I thought it was Have like, you seen Cube? I saw like parts of it. <gasps> Cube is great. I've, I've oh, never so been Cube 2 is worth watching as well. You haven't yeah. seen Cube 2. So. Yeah. I thought, I I thought no, that was what was inside the box. No. Okay. Well, that just blew my mind. Yeah. You should watch the Cube. It's really good. How would you feel? If I tell you that next week, it was shot back to back, obviously. So you probably in your head, Still you can see Romania. what it's going to be. God. It's going to be oh, shot in Romania, but it will not be set in Romania. We are going to have Lance Henriksen. Do you remember he was originally up for the, for the role of, was it Frank, I think, in the original? Yeah. Uh, the, the droid from Aliens and yeah. most of the Alien films. Great actor uh, in lots of shitty, shitty movies nowadays, shitty, sadly. Shitty, shitty movies. Uh, he's going to be in the next one. So we've got a, a face... That has some, you know, fans. All right. We're going to get another face. We're going to get a very early performance from a man called Henry Cavill. What? Superman himself. Oh, boy. What? Things are looking up. Things are uh, not really. Because we know it's the same people who made the last. Uh, all right. Well, then let me tell you uh, the story. I won't tell you much about it, but Justin, I'll say, what is one of your other? I know you've had space already. You always want that. It's done. Road you trip. wanted a cult. It's happened. An adventure? What is not in movies, but what's another pastime that you enjoy doing a lot other than watching movies? Sleeping? Video <laughs> games? Eating? We are going video mm. games with Hellraiser <laughs> next Friday <laughs> as we go to Hellraiser Hell World. Oh my gosh, it's an MMO! It is an MMO. Henry Cavill <laughs> used to play a lot of MMOs, so this is hilarious. 
<laughs> and, oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll be reviewing that next Friday. Until then, head on over to wearegeeks.com. Wearegeeks.com. It is in World of Warcraft. It will be presented by my debtor self because I'm going to murder my brain. <laughs> wearegeeks.com, where you can patch out to our iTunes. You can go to Podbean and look for Weird Geeks, wherever you're listening to us, SoundCloud. Help us. And you can listen to all of our past <laughs> franchises, including Friday 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Child's Play, well, ones, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Danny Boyle, Star Wars. And uh, every other week we do a podcast just about video games and movies where we just talk about stuff that's happening in stuff. our lives. And we get Please more this, topical. validate the hours that we put into Please. this. A lot of money Please. and a lot of time goes into oh these and we do God. them free. A lot we of keep soul. ads off of everything. We will never yeah. put ads on anything. We don't do that lean this, thing where uh, we stop in the middle you, of right? stuff yeah. and like... Yeah. The only thing we're advertising is this podcast. Exactly. Dinner subscriptions and stuff. Subscribe so to Google Google's. So, yeah, please, please, please do go to iTunes. And if you can, just take the 30 seconds it would take you to subscribe and rate us. It would make a huge difference to us because that's literally the only way you can support us and everything else is for free. You can also, if you're on weirdgeeks.com, head out to our Twitch channel and our social medias. And you can email us through that website or just directly at mail at weirdgeeks.com, mail at weirdgeeks.com. And while you're on weirdgeeks.com, why not hit that little black emblem that takes you to Weird Tessellate? They're our publisher. Production company, run out of London, Tokyo, and LA, making feature films, music videos, uh, albums, and all that fun jazz. I got a new album coming out called Dive Dark. It's really good. We're about to go and shoot a music video for it, Justin. Oh, puppy. You, me, Christina Masterson, who's on a Star Wars yep. podcast. Uh, <laughs> Ali, who's on a bunch <laughs> you, of you podcasts. You had a pause there. She's on a Star Wars. She's just on Star Hi. Wars. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what people see it now is on the new McDonald's advert, where she's eating McDonald's and looking pretty happy about it. Nice. I would Spin love to be on that McDonald's advertisement. Get that was, McDonald's was, money. Yeah, I thought you could pay well because it was a Super Bowl one. And yeah. was, but was anyway. it union or non-union? Let's get it to this off, Mike. Um, so, what else? What, what am I talking about? What, how can what was, how did I get there? You were music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got a music video and then singles and albums and stuff. And a film called Starfish, which I wrote and directed. And we'll be talking about that more on here. Well, not here on our normal podcast, Geeks, as well as Jeez. my social medias. I'm Mr. Al White, M-R Al White, on everything, including the Xbox. Katie Watson? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at MyDearestWatson. Hi, you can find Justin over at I-T-S-R-A-D-L-E-Y. That's it's Radley on Twitch, Instagram, and all those other cool shit. I've never heard you sound so animated in my entire life. I think that's like his last ditch sugar high before he just crashes it was, completely. Uh, it was my like advertisement voice. It's beautiful. Uh, I will see you guys and everybody else next Friday when we're going to Hellworld. Help us, please. I'm Rap. Geeks. Geeks. <laughs> Brought to you live from Los Angeles, California in a little town called Venice. Thank you for watching. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>